Hey, uh, welcome back to this part two of uh, three bonus episodes of the Flophouse podcast. This is going to be a little different than our normal episodes because instead of watching a bad movie and talking about it, I instead convinced Dan Elliott and our friend Jubin to record a uh, role-playing game with me. Um, is If this is a surprise, well, you should go back and listen to the first uh, bonus episode. That should be somewhere in your donor feed. Um, and like before, this is a slight continuation of our crossover we did with the Adventure Zone podcast. Uh, check those out if you haven't. I think they're a lot of fun. Uh, so this episode was edited, and uh, the sound effects and the music is all put together by the very talented Alex Smith. You can check him out at Lydia Burrell on Twitter. Um, and the for the game, we are using the game system loosely, using the game system Lady Blackbird by John Harper. Uh, go check it out. It's pretty cool. Okay, so let's just get to the story. Previously on... Flop tales. Is there something amiss with young Mr. Bucksworth? Oh yeah, that kid is gone. Maybe dead. We don't know. We're trying to find that out. Dead? Yeah, possibly. He was dating Anna Anna Vox. And I think she's trouble. So wait, is this a statue a good statue then? It depends on your feeling on judgment, I suppose. So Tanzer's got a <laughs> Tanzer drops oh. the Vox girl. Oh, we should have Is she a regular around here? Her? Nah, I've seen her a couple of times. But her dad and her mom, oh, I know them. So you go find out uh, what, what the deals with these Wiggins is, is in their, their pork farm, and I'll go uh, snoop around the sty, see if I can find any uh, the clues that pigs may not have eaten or shit on. I guess they need a lot of manure. Wow. Send a truck every day. So interesting to hear that I'm willing to overlook that gross swear word you use to one of your social betters. <laughs> the truck pulls into the main drive for the the Vox family uh, estate. Bingo! The estate, you can see... Uh, no, what do you mean bingo? This has given us no new information yet, Tansel. <laughs> what well, we already knew. <laughs> That's wrong. Right. We, knew, we knew the Voxes were buying manure. Life reminds me of a stone here in the flophouse. Make a move when it's your turn. There's mysteries to figure out. Ghosts and spells and aliens. Stuff that doesn't make much sense. Terror, danger, certain death. I sure to face you on your quest. But don't worry, the hogs bottom three are here to solve the mystery. Watcher, Elliot is Jeremy Scales Chandler, Tanja Silverview, and me, your boy Snoop. Everybody's favorite sleuths in Flop Tales. Find clues and talk to Stu. Flop Tales. Not ponytails or some kind of bird tales. Greetings, investigators. There's a mystery afoot. 
and the Hogsbottom boys are on the case. So if you've got an interest in the uncanny, a taste for the strange, a passion for the weird, then this one's for you. Uh, any of you have any questions, Elliot? Any catch-ups? Nope. Okay, guys. No, no catch-ups. I do have some mustards. What? Uh, <laughs> Let's make sure we keep that in the episode. Okay, spicy. <laughs> Uh, so you three are seated in the lounge. <laughs> so we the... three are idiots. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> so do you want to interrupt me again? Is that... <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, so you guys are in the Vox mansion. Uh, you were led in and then seated in the lounge, which is right off the main foyer. Uh, in the main foyer, you see staircases leading up, as well as a large wireframe elevator uh, that was clearly a late addition to this three-story, like, gothic-style mansion house. Um, you're in the study. Uh, you may be, you could be seated in one of the overstuffed chairs. Maybe you're standing over by the window. Uh, seated across from you on the couch is young Anna Vox. Uh, and next to her is her mother, Bertie Vox, uh, an, an older, severe-looking woman who's wearing this, like, kind of billowy, uh, almost like a muumuu-style dress <coughs> that cinches tightly around the neck. Um, and she has a look at you kind of like, what are you doing in my home? <laughs> Uh, and looming behind them, behind the, the couch, is Herman Vox, uh, the father of the family. Um, and he's, uh, he's a large man, maybe like the build of a football player who has kind of gone to seed. Uh, Huxley, the butler, has left a tray with coffee uh, and cream on the, co- on the coffee table appropriately <laughs> um, in between you in the like demilitarized zone between you and uh, somewhere you can hear uh, like wind moaning and occasionally rattling the window panes and uh, somewhere deeper in the house you can hear that there's a there's a radio playing and you can hear uh, you can hear classical music kind of filtering through the house um, and it's starting it's nearing supper time so it's it's start it's it's pretty dark because it's also during the middle of the winter uh can i mention uh Stuart, my character shivers and he's not sure if it's because it was cold outside or if it's because uh-huh. it's very creepy in here <laughs> and that's your a trademark just to clarify for returning listeners your character's not named shivers that's what you're no 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 <laughs> jeremy scales chandler is doing jeremy scales chandler part-time lounge singer full-time gumshoe Tanzer is just kind of staring at the uh, coffee tray, not quite believing that the butler expected him to pour his own coffee. <laughs> no, he poured cups of coffee. Oh, <laughs> great. Tanzer is staring at <laughs> yeah, the cups of coffee, not of... quite believing the butler expects him to just reach over and pick up his own <laughs> cup of coffee. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, are you seated in chairs? Are you, like, standing over by the window? The three of us, unfortunately, all sat in the middle seat of the couch, so we kind of <laughs> awkwardly start spreading out a bit. It's a, it's, it's actually, it's a love seat that's really just made for two people, but we, we, we underestimated that, and we, uh, we all sat in it. So you're all sitting in the couch opposite them. Yes. Um, and, uh, you can, off, uh... 
off to the left, just around the corner in the um in the in the foyer. Clearly, clearly listening in, but not wanting to be a part of the conversation. You can see the uh, the the middle child of the Vox family, Dot Vox, who is uh, supporting herself with a cane and leaning up against the wall, smoking a cigarette. The middle, Dot, how, wait, how, Dot is the, is younger than Anna? No, she's Anna's the youngest. Anna's the youngest, older than Anna. Mm-hmm. Who's do we know who the eldest Vox child is? Oh, you've heard stories of. Uh, I mean, depends on how well you know the Vox family. Well, I grew uh, up with you. Would uh, probably Tanser, 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 Tanser know, knows. Yeah. You know that Bryant Vox uh, is. Uh, it's it's a tragic story. When he was very young, he fell and hurt his spine and has not been able to walk since. And that was why they, uh, the family, at great expense, installed a uh, an elevator system so that uh, young Bryant can get up and down. Oh, I whisper this to the guys to be like, don't bring up the <laughs> elevator or spine injury. But I do it very loudly so they hear me <laughs> <Yeah>. say. <laughs> it's a real obvious stage whisper. Yeah. Right in front of, right in front of <laughs> so Bertie Vox looks at you and says, what brings you to our home, gentlemen? Sanzer uh, speaks up for the group and says, um, Ms. Vox, you know me, Tanzer Silverview of the Silverviews. Our families grew up here together. Uh, I'm here with my two, uh, I would say, uh, employees. Friends. Friends. Uh, friends. Associates. Friends. Associates is my preferred nomenclature. Herman interrupts you. He says, we already got the pleasantries out of the way, kid. Of course. Of course. Um, the quest- Let's cut, get to brass tacks here. Absolutely. I, I want nothing more than that. And the issue is we are uh, – We'd like to ask some questions to Anna, sweet young Anna, who's grown into such a lovely young woman. Answer more than answer more and more every day. I go, no, don't do that. Tanzer snaps out of it. Uh, well, um, what we were wondering is uh, if we could talk to Anna about Toderick, who uh, who the Buckworth family uh, <laughs> would like us to um, look into a little bit, since, as you know. Uh, he hasn't been around recently. Uh, so when you bring up Todrick's name, uh-huh. Anna starts to choke up a little bit. And then uh, she like hides her face in her mother's voluminous uh, dress. Wait, like she chokes up on a bat? Like she's batting. Yeah, right she now? chokes up on a yeah. bat. No, she chokes up like in the middle of a high stakes performance. Like and she's unable to. It's her, it's her pet bat. They're an eccentric family. <laughs> uh, no, silly. All silliness aside, she she looks like she's about to cry, and then she buries her face in her mother's dress. Um, I uh, I uh, come over yeah. to pat Anna on the back. There, there. There, there, Anna. You can you feel the <laughs> although he is not on you. You feel the shadow of Herman weighing heavily on you. Um, she said, uh, uh, "I'll, I'll, I'll uh, go on." Uh, I just want to step in uh, just for a moment. And say, uh, obviously, this is a very emotionally fraught situation, and uh, we don't want to step on any uh, indecencies or insensitivities and, or nothing. Uh, so, um, if you could just help us with the with maybe the last time Anna that you saw Todrick, and uh, let us know if there's anything uh, out of the out of the ordinaries about his behaviors at the time. Anna says, "We broke up, okay." And Herman says, "Yeah, the boy broke her heart." 
Oh, okay. Mm. Um, well, uh, I think we, each of us on this couch, I think, uh, has known a thing or two about having our hearts broken. Uh, none of us is immune from the uh, emotional vicissitudes of uh, of life. Uh, so uh, you have uh, our deep, uh, our deep consideration here, and our deep uh, understanding and compassion. And I think but I hit you're my also key of in... compassion by doing that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, wait a minute. Yeah, okay. Uh, here's the, here's uh I mean, the thing. you'd have to here's... ask a couple more deeper questions about their relationship. <laughs> well, let me, I mean, well, that's what, that's what I, I want to, I'm just, for the, uh, I just want to make sure you know, uh, you know, first off, and I know this is not going to help at this time in your life, but you're very young and, uh, you've got a lot more living left to do. So though it seems like the end of the world now, there's going to be, uh, there's going to be a lot of great things for you in the future. And I don't want you to lose sight of, uh, the perspective on that. I know we've all been in there, but uh, so, but ask me this: uh, how how did you meet Todrick? How did you two first start start going out? You know, going steady, I guess, as the as the kids may say these days. So what follows is a ten to fifteen minute long conversation, uh, mainly uh, held by uh, mainly mainly just uh, Anna telling occasionally breaking uh, breaking to like look at her parents as if she's worried that she's bothering them by telling about this whirlwind romance that she had with Todrick over the course of a couple of months, uh, where she was clearly interested in him because of he his bad boy reputation. Um, but he, uh, he be- became increasingly distant and uh, angry, and uh, she, uh, he, he called things off when she... Uh, it, it, she says it had to do with money, and that was just about it. She she gives you just as much information as you would expect somebody who didn't want, doesn't want to tell you about how uh, the specifics of something dirty like a monetary transaction, and also the the amount of specifics that a teen girl might want to give to three approaching middle aged strangers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In front of her about parents. her private relationship, <laughs> as her mom and dad watch. And Bertie says. It's no surprise coming from somebody with that kind of family background. Now, uh, uh, no, you go ahead, Tanta, you go ahead. This is actually among the group. Uh, We, just remember, uh, uh, Toderick's (laughs) dad. Do we we go to another room for a moment, or do we just turn to the This could have been in the car. This could have been the car on the way up. I I just want to remember, Toderick's Toderick's dad died suspiciously, right? But we don't know how he died? Yes. Uh, He... Uh, yeah, did he, I mean, he, he would, disappear? He disappeared. He died. He died. Uh, but no one knows how well, he died. My condolences. He di- no, no, no. You know how he died. It, he was on. Uh, he was on his. Uh, he was on a boat off off the Cape, and he was by himself. And then he must have fallen overboard. Wow. Although there is no reason to believe that he would have. Uh, it wasn't like stormy or anything. He just fell overboard. Either jumped. So it appears to have been suicide, believed. possibly. Yes, it's it's that's the. <laughs> It's not necessarily mysterious as much as uh, kind Shameful. of scandalous. Considered, but it's also, is it possible? Is it possible he fell overboard and was rescued by Kurt Russell? Perhaps. I mean, that's uh, certainly possible. But you <laughs> gaslit him into uh, what, by all accounts, would be a non-consensual sexual relationship <laughs> because of the lies that Kurt Russell told to him. Well, it's fifty-fifty, I think. As yeah, but now, it really, no it really scraped away some up. of the uh, some of the rich bitch attitude that that. Mr. Todrick. Yeah, so I guess Similar that it's all it all comes out in the wash, the I guess. <laughs> so uh, I 
I, I, I ask uh, Anna, well, let me ask you this, and I'm so sorry it's so painful, but when was the last time you saw him? Was it the breakup? Uh, yes, it was, it was right before I left school for break. Oh, it was kind of like a, a, a break breakup. You a real breakup break. Classic breakup break, yeah. I, I suppose. Uh, I want to ask a, I want to ask a question of the, uh, the, uh, the Vox parents, if I may. Uh, uh, Mr. Vox, Mrs. Vox, uh, clearly you have uh, some issues with the, the Boxworth family. Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't at this stage? Uh, what was your feeling about Todrick otherwise? I know I've got, there's a precious little girl in my life, and I know it's going to be difficult when she's of the dating age not to just go back and forth breaking little boy's legs when they get too close to her. Uh, what, how, how did you feel about him as a, as a poison, you know? While uh, while Scales is is asking this question, uh, you you all three hear the sound of a truck, and looking over your shoulder, you can see the uh, the manure truck from before before uh, driving basically like driving around the uh, the 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 front drive and then heading out of like driving away as if it was leaving the the grounds, doing some sort of renovations or. Receiving a delivery of some kind? Uh, uh, Herman says, uh, no, no, that's, uh, the, the groundskeeper. And the, uh, and Bertie is answering your question. She says, well, I make it no secret that we were not happy that our lovely Anna would lower herself to... Spending time with the likes of Todrick Booksworth. But we feel that it's important that she get her experimentation out at this age before she goes on to college. Yale. Oh, where, uh, where, where at? She'll be going, she'll be going to Yale. Oh, I've heard a lot of good things about it. I've never been there, but uh, I heard they got all sorts of nice stuff. Here's uh, just another thing I want to add. I, you know, I'm from uh, I'm maybe from a different social strata. You might describe it geologically. Uh, I only know a little bit about the Bucksworth. So, Mister Bucksworth, he uh, he seems to have flipped into the drink. Uh, maybe done the old uh, one way self ticket. Booked himself a passage up to the Poily Gates. Uh, a man is now- dead. So, yeah, I apologize for my uh, uh, maybe raw patois. You know, I'm a little earthy in that way, uh, but that's what makes me kind of a lovable scamp. You I think know? it's a problem uh, to use like four <laughs> euphemisms in a row there as a problem <laughs> scales. Uh, here's uh, it, is it, is it, so do you, is it possible, is it one of those situations you think where the family, it was all debt? Was that it? Was he asking you for money, Anna? Was that what Todrick was doing? Or what, if you could only help us to illuminate a little more on that situation? And I realize the more I talk, the uh, the more cartoonish my accent gets, and also my uh, my uh, vocabs, my vocabularies. So uh, please bear with me as I try to course correct away from being a uh, essentially a uh, character from uh, you know a Bugs Bunny cartoon. She uh, she looks to her parents for her approval, and they nod their head, and she says, "Well, he didn't like that I had to pay for things, sir." Hmm. Mm-hmm. Should we show mm-hmm. them the uh, ceramic statue? Good question. We should just show it to them and see what they say, what their reaction is. 
Yes, we should we should whip it out really dramatically and just <laughs> yeah. just go. And what about this? <laughs> Let's say he does that. <laughs> so, wait, wait, who's gonna do? Uh, is are you gonna do that, Luke? Or yeah, yeah, yeah Luke does it. So okay, so you hold on. And what about this? <laughs> and uh, then and uh, and and Jeremy goes bump bump bump. Uh, they Tenser spews out the coffee that he was drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Even Tanzer has taken my surprise. Uh, Huxley uh, hurries over and begins cleaning up the, <laughs> the coffee that he spilled. Uh, Herman says, "Where did you get that?" Um, it was really a kind of a charming little store. If you like frauds, um, uh, just you know, an occult uh, general store. I would I would call it. We found it in Tanzer's room, and uh, uh, we're wondering in, in Tadric's room. Tanzer's room would be your room. My room. <laughs> we found it in Tadric's room. It's possible you have one of those in your room too. I don't know. I've never been to your room. You've never invited me to your I room. I refuse to allow anybody into my room <laughs> except for the ladies. Oh. And then um, he turns to Anna and winks, and I go, "No, no." <laughs> um, we found it. So in So he Tadric's turns to Birdie and winks, and I go, "Oh, hey, I don't know." <laughs> We found it in Tadric's room. We're just wondering if Anna, by any chance, happened to know of it or see it when she was in Tadric's room doing things that, you know, these experimentation things that parents are upset about, but young teens do all the time, and many more these days, I'm hearing. Anna, you want to speak to that? Just give them a pamphlet if you want. You don't (laughs) need to go into it. (laughs) We've heard about these uh, rainbow parties and uh, nude selfies and uh, cults and things like that. Snapchat, soirees, all this kind of Kind of Snapchats and mysticisms and Nyarlathotep, the crawling chaoses. And we just want to make sure that uh, if Todrick was involved in that kind of, uh, you know, youth activity. Anna says, well, he he just, he liked it so much, I bought it for him as a gift. And did you he, routinely uh, hang out at that weirdo store with the, with the fat guy I'm, with the cat? I'm sorry, he liked it so much. I mean, look at the thing that you're talking about. He he liked it so much. He enjoyed looking at this. He wanted it as a d- decoration in his uh, his dorm room, perchance. He liked this thing so much. Maybe he thought it was magical? Mm, that makes sense. Maybe he thought he could use it to commune with the spirit of his father? Uh, is that... Did he tell you that? Uh... Maybe he was he was kind of strange about his his dad. Who wouldn't be? You know, guy decided to uh, you know stamp his own ticket. That's uh, pretty rough stuff for a kid. <laughs> Herman says, "Come on." <laughs> <laughs> my apologies. My apologies again. Again, I uh, I mingle with a uh, a more uh, a uh, less uh, glo- a less polished crowd. Let's just say that. Uh, so you think maybe he was using it. To talk to his uh, to his dead dad in the Deadlands because uh, he's so dead. Uh, now, where would he get that idea? Did he get? Did did? Were you there when he first looked at it, or did he take you around the store and be like, "Look at this! Look at this! I love this! Do you like it too?" You know, when you're at that part at the beginning of a relationship when you want to share all the things you like to see if they like it too. Anna says, "I'm sorry, sir. I I can't quite remember." And that was your first time in that store. And Herman says. What is this? An interrogation? I mean, uh, 
My dear, have you ever had an interrogation over what a is, fine cup of coffee? What is this? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is a friendly conversation. And it is excellent coffee. And what is this whole thing about? Are you... Are you investigating a a teenage romance? <laughs> He's like, no. yes, it's, I'm What are you submit- doing here in my home? I'm a story to the magazine Teenage Romance. <laughs> I mean, uh, if it was Mr. good enough for, for, for Bill Shakespeare, then it's good enough for us, I suppose. Uh, Mr. Vox, you know me. Of Tanzer Silverview. We're just here to try to figure out what happened to young Todrick, a member of our own class, who we don't want to find dosed up on heroin in some flop house down in the middle of the city. I'm just looking out for our interests like your interests. And I think if we can find what happened to Tardrick quietly and securely, then we can take care without all the hoi polloi finding out. Okay, so the important important question I have is, have you specifically indicated that a Todrick Silver, uh, Todrick, Todrick Silver, you, whoa, wouldn't that be weird? Uh, Todrick <laughs> Bucksworth is missing. Have you mentioned that? Oh, I said at the beginning, I thought, didn't we? I like thought we mentioned at the beginning. They were looking for him. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but you didn't mention that he was missing. You were just looking for him. Oh. Uh, um, well, okay, uh, it's kind of strange to look for something that's not missing because it's right <laughs> no, there. That's fair. That's fair. I'll, I'll, uh, sorry, I, I got I get confused sometimes. That's okay. It's very possible we thought we said it and then forgot to. Uh, uh, here's the thing. Uh, so, uh, uh, Mr.'s Mr.'s and Mrs.'s uh, Vox, uh, look, we know, for whatever your feelings about the Bucksworth family, Think about Mrs. Bucksworth. She's dealing with a lot right now. Uh, certainly things that she would like taken out of public view, as uh, Tanzer is referring. Yeah, we're trying to uh, we're trying to help her, and uh, hopefully in that way, as he was saying, to uh, keep a lid on certain things that would uh, are not suitable for the uh, for the enjoyment of people like me who uh, would read about it in your you know, yellow newspapers. You put down the tabloids; they'll they're every end of it. The whole system will come falling down. So. All we want to know is, what's the deal with Toderick? <laughs> That's the name of the mystery. Yeah, what's, what's the deal the, with Toderick? What we're going to call it. Mr. Vox says, I, I'm sorry, my, my daughter doesn't seem to know anything, sirs. She says, well, maybe he went up to, maybe he went up to their, their, their house on the Cape. Hmm. Oh. Mm, kind of don't know how Mrs. Bucksworth didn't mention the house on the Cape to us. Or and Bernie says, to it. whatever Mrs. Bucksworth says to you is no business of ours. Uh, I mean, that was, the comment was more for my friends here than for you guys, but uh, thank you, I understand. <laughs> it's uh, difficult hey, in this situation because you didn't specify who you were talking to. <laughs> That's a good point because usually I forget that in real life conversations I would just gesture or turn to uh, my my friends, but here it, through the magic of radio, it's a little more difficult to uh, to indicate that sort of now, thing. Is this the character so, saying all of that, or is that Elliot? <laughs> yeah, the, I mean the, he is saying it in his character's voice. Uh, yeah, and, uh, he did. He got a blow on the head during the war, so sometimes <laughs> he just kind of rambles. You hear a. Uh, you hear a break in the music on the radio, and you hear a alert for a coming winter storm. And then the music starts back up again. Hey guys, I'm turning to my I'm turning to my friends. Should we go to the Cape? At, but first, should we ask them about the manure? Like what the deal is with that? Um, I think so. I'm wondering if we should. Uh, I'm wondering if we should investigate the house, or maybe we should just go to the. This is the, this is sorry. This is uh. 
the Buckworth's house on the on the Cape, right? Uh, Bucksworth, yeah. The Bucksworth house. Yeah, the Bucksworth's right? yeah. house. Yeah, let's ask about the manure, and then we'll go to the Bucksworth house. Although I'm worried about this coming winter storm that the radio just played conveniently. I also... Uh, <laughs> I th- it was on the plot development channel. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if sometime I should try and commune, commune with Todrick's dad. Uh, I don't have any personal items, of, so I don't think the connection uh, would be as good maybe, as it would be otherwise. Maybe have a... Maybe you have a dad commuting statue? Uh, well, but it didn't belong to... No, if we go to the Cape, his house in the Cape... That's maybe true. Maybe something there's something there that we could, uh, that I could use to try... Maybe and... there's a personal item in his house on the yes. Cape? Yeah, probably. That's good. All thing. right. <laughs> Let's ask Look, about that. I'm, I'm a character who's always drunk, so my yeah. thought processes are... Hey, Stuart, this is a, this is a question. Uh, uh-huh. I have a thing called Key of the Case, where uh-huh. I hit my key when I discover new leads for the investigations. Is this Cape house... Uh, Count as one of those? Sure. Okay, just trying to rebuild my pool. It's an it's another possible clue. Uh, so uh, Tanzer, you want to try to uh, bre- broach the uh, the Huxley the, comes over and mentions something, whispers okay. something in Herman's ear, and then uh, then stands over by the doorway. <laughs> and they go, uh, Huxley, no secrets at the table. Very rude. <laughs> Herman says. Well, unless you have any more questions, gentlemen, it appears our dinner is ready. I just have one. Uh, I have uh, a. Oh, those... are we? Wait, wait. Are we being invited to dinner? Thank you. <laughs> My... That's very nice of you. Shall we come into the dining room and we can? What are we having? Mock we turtle soup. I hope it's mock turtle soup. My friends oh, are delicious. gross subhumans. They don't know that that's a request for us to leave and not to stay for dinner. And I think that maybe like a, a venison. Venison is chicken, right? I just have one quick question for uh, for you, uh, Herman. What was uh, I hear that you guys are bringing uh, manure in from the North Fork farms? Uh, is that some uh, new agricultural thing you've got going on? He looks he looks a little surprised when you say that. Yeah, I'm just going to surprise him. Says, saying, I, assuming I know, he knows that I know. Whoa. Uh well, it's it's true that we have some new ventures up in Briar Ridge. Uh but the specifics, I, I I usually leave to my uh, to my accountant and business manager. Mm, yes, my accountant's always trying to get me into manure, but I say, <laughs> no, thank you. It's too high risk. What's the risk? <laughs> it's uh, that it would gross people out. I don't know. <laughs> well, you don't keep it on you. <laughs> Look, I'm a very traditional investor. <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, really, like... well, really, uh, Luke. Not to not to step on your accountant's business, but there's no more traditional investment than manure. It goes back mm. thousands of years as a fertilizer or for any other uses. Like, for instance, uh, Mr. Vox, what are you using it for? Like some other uh, other? It could be another use. I think, Luke, this could be a good investment for you, Mr. H- Vox. What do you think? Uh, I I sup- once again, gentlemen, this this is a question more for my business manager than for me. Well, bring him in. How many? I assume he could he could join us for dinner too. This big dinner we're all having. <laughs> he, he, they start to show you out. Okay. Um, do we are we able to? Are we able to? Uh, okay. So we're so. We're do you have any last questions as you're leaving? Or <laughs> as, is it is it going to be cause too much trouble if I suddenly notice Dot Vox point to her and go, "Who's that?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I kind of want to do that. Uh, she. Uh, when you do that, who's that? She, you, you hear her, uh, you hear her turn and start 
uh, slowly going up the stairs, and you can hear the the clump of her cane as she goes up the steps. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Herman says, "That's my my daughter Dorothy, of course." Oh, I'm. So, I apologize. I just don't know the family, and I find you guys to be fascinating and excellent hosts, and I apologize. My curiosity uh, got the better of me. Uh, did she? Would she know anything about Todrick? Did you, Anna, did you three ever hang out, like, as a... Or did he come over for, like, family game nights, maybe? No. We you don't... know, you get together and play, like, Cranium, <laughs> or, uh, you know, uh, Monops. That's what we call Monopoly in my house. Uh, we would like do Connect family... Four. We would play family game night in... The city, we we would never come up here for that. That seems like the perfect place to just settle down and, and you know, go up to your uh, vacation spot, play a nice game together. It's really like, if anything, I'd rather do that, and let's say if I had, like, a place outside the city. I blurred know. out also, oh, by the way, uh, tell Brian Ty for me. What's he up to these days? <laughs> uh, Bertie says, oh, oh, you remember him from when you were children. Uh Bryant is uh, recovering, and he uh, is not seeing visitors at the moment. So he's blind, is what you're saying. <laughs> it takes her a moment to get to get your joke. <laughs> she says, uh, <laughs> "No, he um, is uh, recovering from a semester at uh, at school." Okay, tell him his old buddy Tanzer called. Uh, I I will. Must be some school. You got to recover after every semester. Uh, do you have any other questions? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, I think I it's know, time I for us like to bustle out of here. Yep, yeah, you let's, are bustled uh, out of the. Uh, let's bustle. Uh, if if uh, as we're as we're leaving, I just go. If you guys remember anything about Todrick or uh, want to tell us more about this amazing manure investment, just uh, give us a ring. Uh, as you, you know, you know how to get in touch with Tanzer. As you are, uh, it um, it feels like pushed out of the front door. <laughs> uh, you you see, uh, we'll have to get a rain check on that dinner. We got uh, leads to look up. You see, Dot Vox standing on the uh, the the landing on the second floor, uh, and she's w- watching you guys leave, watching you with uh-huh. her with her one eye because, of course, she has an eye patch over her other eye. Oh, and I wave to her. She. Uh, she turns and walks away. <laughs> How rude. <laughs> well, <Yeah>. you know. <laughs> Your typical success with the women, I see. <laughs> you can you see, as you head to the car, you see the first couple uh, snowflakes coming down. Oh, man. Are we going to uh, be I able s- to make it to the I gate? Stick a- Wait, no. I stick out my tongue to catch some. Okay. Oh. <laughs> uh, roll a six-sided dial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, a one. I miss you it. Find oh, a sing- wow. You find a, a single snowflake lands on your tongue. <laughs> oh. I was worried that I just totally didn't catch it. It's that like, would have been embarrassing. It's like bird poop falls in your tongue instead. Well, <laughs> 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 gross snow I mean, up here. Depends on the person. For some, that's a critical success. <laughs> um... I, do we have enough? Uh, does it look like we'll be able to make it to the Cape before we have? Uh, our you'll probably. Bags, right? you'll pr- I mean, the, it's starting to snow, so you would make it. It would be late by the time you got there. It would be like at, well after midnight. I mean, what are the other options? Knock back on the door again and ask to stay the night. Yeah, or, I mean, after I mean, midnight can, we can let all hang out. Or you can go back home to the city. 
Okay. Or you uh, could go stay you- at the Silverview <laughs> Estate. I kind of, I kind of like uh, don't uh, act interested when they pitch that idea. <laughs> Tanzer, what if we just go stay at your place? Yeah, or you could maybe you could like morning. you could we have a lot get a hotel and city, you could get, get a hotel, hotel room in White Tree you know, for the yeah. night. No, it just seems when you got a house right there, it's probably yeah, really nice. No, I mean, there's like a lot of like really cool cheap motels around here that I think would be pretty good. <laughs> uh, we could also we could just, have like you know, a game night there. I mean, you know, just like, wow, you're really into game nights. <laughs> really into game nights. It's very big. <laughs> but we could also just camp out here. You know, there's another big deal with that. I think. That'd but like in the yard, yeah, just sleep in the car. Big. Sure, sure. Um, I uh, I reluctantly uh, uh, drive uh, us to my the Silverview Estate. Uh, okay. <laughs> or maybe we should just go up to the Cape, guys. After midnight? Okay. Well, we'll here, turn it here's, my worry. here's my worry, is that if we go back to the city and the snowstorm is particularly bad, we're not going to be able to get out. Take it from me, a guy who was just trapped in a city <laughs> because of a bad snowstorm not long before we recorded this. <laughs> I'm talking, I'm drawing from real life here. Oh, wow. What city were you trapped in? This one. Yeah, New York City. New York, concrete jungle where dreams are made. Oh, they shut down the airport. (laughs) I was trapped in New York. Were you really caught here for the for that uh, in that blizzard? Yeah, our flight was the day of the blizzard. We had to stay five extra days. Oh my god, you're one of those poor. And it's tough because there's not that much to do in New York City. Yeah, Um, that was the that was the big problem. Yeah. It's a boring city. Yeah. Oh, we should have hung out. Why didn't you give me a call? Uh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> it accidentally <laughs> let too much slip. Yeah. Ooh, uh, well, you were working. These were overwork days. Sure, sure. Yeah, like I work 24 Yeah, hours like a day. regular workday, yeah. Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so what's the Are you going to head? Are you guys going to just push through? Yeah, why don't we just gun it to, the, to Cape Cod now that I think about I it? I would like, from a, from a human being point of view, we would should not go up there, but from a a dramatic excitement point of view. I want to drive through a snowstorm to get to Cape Cod. Mm-hmm. Is it Cape Cod? What do we call it? Just the Cape, right? Oh, just the Cape. Yeah, the Cape. The Cape. All right. Sorry, not Cape, Cape Cod. This is a different Cape. That's a different place. Yeah. This okay. is Cape Salmon. Uh-huh. <laughs> we're going to have to outrun the winter storm, <laughs> even though we're driving into it, so I gun it even faster this time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, assuming, uh, I'm assuming Luke is lounging in the back. Yeah, I've got a flask with a, <laughs> with whiskey that I uh, insist keeps me warm, and the other two are keep telling me that scientifically, actually drinking alcohol <laughs> is terrible for you when it's, it's cold. It's worse but... for you, Luke. I like the, the lounging makes me believe that Luke brought tasseled pillows with him so that he could lie recline upon them in the back seat. I definitely have slippers that I put on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in the wear, cold? Do, yeah. do, you, do you wear a fez? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's out of the question that he would wear a fez. Ah, the most how relaxing you, hat. How are you lighting a hookah in my backseat of my car? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the you guys are driving through wind, windy, windy uh, country roads um, heading north to the Cape. Um, and... Sounds like a real character moment for me and Scales here up in the front seat. Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's talk a little as, bit as the snow like whips around the uh, the, the car, and I'm driving at a, uh, <laughs> a snow brisk prepared, 75 yeah, miles, miles an hour. An hour. <laughs> <laughs> can't be too safe here, Scales. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like you're kind of doing the opposite of it, uh, but I, I trust you, Tanzo. I'm going to stay here so in t- eighth gear. So Tan- Tanzo, what's uh, what's it like growing up rich? What's that like? Oh, it's the best, Scales. Uh, you never have to worry about anything. 
if you mess up in any way, your parents cover it all up. Honestly, part of me worries that like uh, what we're doing here, trying to find Todrick, is kind of in uh, bad taste because it's something his family wants to keep quiet. And if a wealthy family wants to keep a secret secret, then what's the uh, reason anybody would have to try and expose the truth of it, you know? I mean, they did ask us. I mean, it's a mother who cares about her son, I assume. But is that maybe that's alien to your experience, that kind of uh, human emotion it's, or love? Yeah, I'm assuming her son took some sort of money with him, some sort of <laughs> some sort of priceless family heirloom that she wants back. Uh, that's Although when you think about it, your children are ultimately uh, your greatest heirlooms since they are the mechanism by which your family wealth continues. So in that way, I, there's real love. I guess that's the closest to a touching thought that I'm going to get from you uh, mm. today, Tanser. Uh, what's your take on, uh, what's your take on all this? What's your theory about what's going on? And then also, uh, tell me what it's like to grow up being part alien, but first tell me what your take <laughs> is on everything. Uh, I can just address the first question. Again, we don't need to address the second part since I asked you very strongly never to bring this up again. You but just I... said never to mention it to anybody else. I guess that's true. Uh, <laughs> do you check your, your notes when you say that? <laughs> Let me uh, look back on our previous <laughs> conversation, uh. You know, it's hard. The Tanzer family, uh, the Silverview family is so uh, prestigious and has been over, you know, since time immemorial. Uh, to have had this little bit of uh, alien mix is, uh, is shameful. Even so though you're saying you're, it gives you superpowers. It does, but people Powers can't. that I, I realize we should have asked you to use when we were back at the house. Well, I what powers would I have used? Oh, you know, your, inf- your infrareds, you could see if there's anybody else in the house that was unaccounted for in their uh, verbal description of the uh, dramatis personae. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I should have. Wow. Yeah, I forgot about it. Well, hey, look, that's on me for bad. not reminding you and also on you for not remembering you have magic powers. I did, yeah. It was one of my keys, too. I really could have uh, really could have done that. <laughs> uh, although, it w- although my eyes glow red, so it would have tipped somebody off. Yeah, you said you uh, could have told them. Yeah. You could have told them you were high as a kite. Yeah, <laughs> I've got a sudden inflammation, and now it's gone. Everything's fine. <clears throat> so scales. Well, what? you've been driving for about an hour or so. When uh, we'll finish this conversation later. Yeah, yeah, you'll have another chance. You guys get. You guys you. get back your back up to seven dice. Um, Woo! Yes. Uh, and you're you've been driving for about an hour. Um, and you're in a like a heavily wooded patch. The left, uh, the left side of the road is kind of a is a pretty severe drop off. I don't want to say cliff, but I don't want to not say cliff. Cliff <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, and it there's not much in the way of guardrails. When uh, you see a uh, like a large uh, shape. Uh, it's tough to say because it's dark, um, but like a large shape uh, swoops over through your field of vision uh, in, uh, and like swerves off to the left and then swerves off to the right and then seems to, f- to like fly behind your car. Like something was like keeping chasing us. It's, it's, you, it's tough to say because it's dark and you're, you don't have and the, the snow is kind of obscuring much of the moonlight, but it looks like some kind of, uh, it, it doesn't, it doesn't quite look like a bird though. It moves like a bird. And it seems to be chasing us. 
it it was keeping pace and it was keeping pace and then swerved in front of you uh maybe you, you hit the gas lightly to go around a corner and then uh it it swerved behind you it's so, still so, behind so, us what? uh well do you what do you like do you lean your head out the window what do you do yeah, I'm gonna look out the window. <clears throat> okay, so a, uh, a blast whoa, whoa, of what was that? What was that? A blast thing? I'm gonna of go cold look. air and snow wakes Luke Brightwatcher up in the back seat, <laughs> uh, and you uh, you duck your head out, and you can see uh, in the uh, in the glow of the uh, the what the brake lights or the the rear lights, you can see uh, like it it looks like a floating blob with an onion on the top of it and you see uh, spiraling around the sides you see uh, it, it looks like these like billowing hairs or uh, noodles or maybe tentacles um, and it uh, and you can occasionally see glints of light as uh, little piece. It, it looks like there's like bits of metal on it um it looks very similar to that statue that you guys have uh oh um and what I need you to do Elliot is to mark the frightened condition on your sheet uh oh as you are now frightened to see an uh an alien entity flying behind you and moving in a way that like a bird would move but there's nothing about it that would indicate that it has wings to support its bulk. And it's about the size of, like, maybe, uh, it looks like it's easily about, like, three or four hundred pounds. Okay, so it's huge. It's it's big, yeah. So It's about I... the size of two men if they were hugging. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is a question, this is a question I have of tone, of how you'd like to run the game. Am I real frightened or am I Abbott and Costello frightened where I'm like <laughs> I would say and I can't talk because I'm because I'm so scared I would say which frightened do you think you would be I mean I think you're Abbott and Costello frightened while I find the ventilation bracing what on deuce are you doing scales there's, a th- 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 there's something uh, following the, c- the car. The car. There's the thing up there. Oh, I'm, I'm, just take I'm, a look. I can't look. I'm driving. At, at I can't understand miles an hour. your speech impediment. Look, at l- look, 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 look. All right, turn around and I look. <laughs> and and I'm assuming you adjust your rearview mirror and see the same sight uh, floating behind. You both see the creature I describe floating behind the car. Is it uh, keeping it's keeping pace, right? Or is it it's gaining? it's keeping pace. Um, uh, almost oblivious to the the uh, to the winds and the storm. <coughs> and it uh, it and then it like starts gaining on you a little bit. Oh, okay. Are, am I frightened now? Yeah, you guys are both frightened. Thanks for asking. <laughs> so mark the frightened condition. You're all frightened. So we're all scaredy cat. Uh, I mean, you don't all have to react the exact same way what that the heck are you? does. I, as That's I a character thing. Mirror, I'm like, what the heck are you? And so, and we're just in the front seat jabbering at each other. 
What do you do, Luke? Do you climb into the front seat to be closer to your friends? Mine is sort of a quiet terror. I've seen similar things when I'm on opium. So part of me thinks this is a hallucination, but I'm still very scared. But then you start hearing them having the exact same opium hallucination. Okay, so guys, uh, uh, whenever I'm frightened, guys, uh, you know what I like to do is uh, sing a song. So maybe if we can uh, <laughs> sing together, that'll help us get through this uh, this frightening moment. I'm even more frightened by that idea. So do I double mark it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do do no, now you have to mark the angry <laughs> condition. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He doesn't. Uh, uh, so should, you're should the one, Tanzer. You're the one who is uh, has. I mean, what do you do? You're I mean, driving. I feel like You're I driving just, the car. Like, try and gun it as hard as I can. Try to outrun it. You're gonna try and lose it. I'm awesome. Try and lose it. Yeah. Should I, okay. Should I try I'm to winding shoot that thing? stormy roads. Why don't you give me a roll there, <laughs> okay, Chancer? I have drive. <laughs> okay, so grab one. So I, I have I have show off, reckless, and drive and sports car, which I feel like all counts, right? Oh man, I think that's all yeah. gonna matter. One, two, three, um, so first, four. grab. Uh, well, only one of those. One of those is a trait. Which one, show off or reckless? Uh, show off is a trait. Okay, and then reckless, uh, those other three are all tags? Yeah. Okay, so you get one purple die just for making a roll. Okay. One for the trait, and then one for each tag that you're using. So that's, okay. Well, how's my, and that's addition to the seven I have, right? Uh, you got to choose a number from the Yeah, seven, you choose right, right. however well, many dice how, you want to add to the pool. This is going to be hard. This, this is a hard draw. <laughs> so you're going to need to roll at least four successes. Four successes. Wow. So I can roll it to 12 uh, dice. It, if you want to roll all 12 dice, but you won't have any dice left in your oh, pool. No dice left. I don't know. I can, uh, what, I could, uh, I, I can lend you a die by, uh, I will sing, I will sing a song, you know, just to try to keep your spirits up, like. You can do it, Tanzer. Come on, Tanzer, you can do it. <laughs> and like, uh, I can, I can lend him one of my pool dice that way, right? Sure, yeah, okay. of course. <laughs> You're lending. Uh, that's the most useful encouragement. <laughs> so yeah, you subtract it'll, one it'll, die from your pool. It'll give me the energy to drive more because I'm trying to escape the song as well <laughs> as the alien. Up, up, Tanzer! Don't give up, Tanzer! You got it. I have eight die to, to roll. You want to give me one, Luke? I don't know whether I have any any way to help you that I can think of. I mean, uh, maybe you're, you could be, like, looking out and giving him directions. That's true. I, <laughs> I don't know I if that I'm, is, like, I guess oh, look I, out! I think oh, no! I, I am the man in the, the back. I could be, yeah, looking back behind him the whole time. But Oh, there's also a... Uh... There's that time when the guy on LSD threw a perfect game in baseball. Maybe this is kind of like that, where even though you're drunk and high, you, it gives you a sort of preternatural understanding of the road you and the direction that you have to go. <laughs> you could ask the spirits for guidance or help, but that would be a separate role entirely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to just try and be as good a lookout as I possibly okay. can. Okay. I mean, that's a useful thing for if, if we survive this moment. For you to contact the spirits to help them get this thing off our backs. Yeah. Okay, roll those dice. So rolling nine die for four successes. Yep. Four right. fives and sixes are successes. Barely made it. You're peeling around corners. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the rear tires sliding into the shoulders. Yeah, exactly. The minutes fly by. There's yeah. There's a moment where it looks like uh, it looks like one of your tires is going to slip off entirely. 
Um, and entirely. It, uh, thank you, thank you for that. I'm glad you didn't leave that one sitting on the table. <laughs> no, um, I, le- I didn't leave that penny on the table. So, uh, you, you pull around another corner, and it it seems to have you seem to have lost it. Like you whip around a corner, and then it's uh, it's it. You took a right, and it didn't seem to to take that same. I clicked right. my left blinker on, so it got confused. Oh uh, yeah! <laughs> Put on the blinker. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what do you guys do? Uh, first, I'm going to congratulate uh, Tanzer on oh great driving, Tanzer. Uh, honestly, I didn't think you were going to do it. I thought we were all going to be dead. <laughs> but uh, you really pulled through. Even though I was singing about how you can do it, I did not think you could do it. But this, now, it- oh boy, that you proved me wrong and right. Wow, this isn't going to help me next time you're singing my uh, success. No, now I'm going to be singing with real confidence because now I believe in you for real. <laughs> uh, sh- we, sh- we should we should keep going, right? We should uh, we should just get to the to the to the cape, or should we go out and investigate? Uh, I mean, we should... if we were just trying to lose the thing, yeah, <laughs> yeah. we worked pretty hard to get away from it. But now we can get the drop on it. The surprise. <laughs> we can surprise the alien bird. That would be an interesting interesting ploy to wait by the side of the road for it to go by, and then we chase it. <laughs> This, and the, then the it has to roll to get to lose us. Does it do, is the ceramic statue doing anything at all? Can we pull it out? Maybe it's its stone mother. The, yeah, maybe when when Luke, when you pull out the uh, the ceramic statue, uh, it nothing nothing out of the ordinary. It's it's the exact same thing, but okay. it is very definitely a crude artist's rendition of the thing that you saw. Okay. I had a fright because normally I wouldn't do this, but I'm just frightened and willing to try anything. I take out my gun and point at the statue and say, tell us what's going on. What was that all about? <laughs> Am I also frightened enough to be like, yeah, tell us what's going on. <laughs> and the the problem, guys, is that your fear isn't unfounded because as you pull around another corner, the thing is back. And it, oh. it flies across your field of vision and it reaches it, uh, from somewhere within its body. You see greenish lightning fly out from the creature and uh, it hits a tree on the side of the road and you hear a crack and the tree uh, crashes down in front of you. Do you try and do you pull to a stop or do you uh, you got a split second. Do you pull to a stop or do you try and like swing around the tree? Okay, no, it's across the road. You won't fly off the there's I mean, there's a, a little bit of a window. Uh, Depends on how reckless you are. Yeah, I'm pretty reckless. I'm going to try and do it. <laughs> okay. How many? How hard is that going to be? Not as hard, right? Uh, no, it's the same. If anything, worse. I think maybe I should pull to a stop. What do you guys think I should do? Uh, uh, do you have the dice or no? I have five dice. I mean, you still have plenty of dice. I still have plenty of dice, I guess. Oh, that's I right. Can, I guess you got your regular dice. But it's just going to be—it's going to be hard. I've got those four purple dice, so I can do like six. But I'm running low. Okay. What if I, if I sing to you this time? I can give you another one of my pool dice. But we could also just stop and brave out the cold. That sounds terrible. But we could go on foot. But that's I don't think we're going to make it. Well, we can I mean, we just pull to a stop, then like go around the tree. This is down. the moment in a car chase when you don't sit and decide all your options. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm do you want to borrow any more? Does anyone else want to lend dice to his pool? Are you going to go around? I'm going to try and go around, yeah. Okay, then I'm going to sing again to lend another die to you. <laughs> All right. All right. So Nervous okay. in the shotgun. Tanzer, this time I mean it. I really mean it this time. They earned my trust and my confidence. 
one, two, three, four, five successes. Wow. Nice. <clears throat> I, so I pull out the brake clutch, swerve around the carburetor, jack up the mainframe, and this man those cars. <laughs> what a gearhead. <laughs> hey, you lost those two dice, though. Yeah, you have to discard those two. Thank you for being my uh, my my eyes and ears here, Dan. Yeah. Um, the uh, thanks, Dan. So you swing around the tree, almost going down the side of the cliff. Whoa. The uh, the the creature follows you uh, and attempts the same thing with a like a rock slide, and you just barely dodge around it again. And before, uh, right before you cut around a corner, and it fades from your rearview mirror, you hear. Over the sound of the wind, you hear a distinct, like, metallic, almost like, it sounds a little bit like tinny, like a radio. You hear a, uh, you hear a voice coming from, like, almost like issuing from the thing, and it says, Where is Zork? And then it's lost in the, the snowstorm. Oh, well, he should know that Radio Zork is on ABC's network every Sunday night at 10 p.m. <laughs> yeah, it's television. Uh, no, it's yeah. ABC Radio Network. ABC Radio. It's Appointment Radio. I mean, every I guess it would be CBS. CBS Radio. Appointment. NBC. Anyway, uh, so, uh, okay, so it's looking for something named Zork. Do you think that's this statue dealie? Uh, I, I mean, or, it, or, or maybe that's Todrick and some kind of code name for him. You mean it's also looking for Todrick? I or don't know. Should... Maybe. Look, you're the alien. What's a Zork? I don't, I'm not that, there's a, there's a billion alien races out there. I don't know every single, we don't all know each other. <laughs> well, oh, so I'm a racist now? Because I think the one alien in the car might know something about Zorks? That's the definition, buddy. It's the <laughs> definition. Luke, are you going to step in and try to break up this fight? We're just fighting because we're frightened. <laughs> Did, yeah. We don't really fall, mean it. Fall asleep again? I know. I have started to meditate, which is one of the things I do because I was so scared of, uh, what was going on around me? So I was trying to keep calm. Do you cross your legs the... when you meditate? Yes. Okay. Cool. Because in, in my back seat, seat, and in the back seat are, of the Tan- car, Tanzer and I are dangerously close to being the moment of Shrek, where Shrek and Donkey get into a big fight and walk off in separate directions, and it looks yeah. like their friendship is over. Yeah, but Luke knows that that's just a it's a com- complication, <laughs> a false complication of the screenwriter, and that friends will get back together, kind of thing. <laughs> Is there? Uh, I'm. Uh, we we got to continue to the cape, right? How far? Yeah, are we, we got to keep driving. Yeah, it's. it's I'm another, sorry, Tanzer. It's another Look. hour or so. Hour or so. Uh, so we can go back to our conversation for a little bit. Yeah, I guess we're both scared. We're both still terrified, right? Yeah. So we've got to talk. Yeah. Out do our you want to calm yourselves down and yeah. lose your uh, lose your fear condition, frightened condition? Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Yeah. So Tanzer. No, oh, yeah. Sorry, let me you ask go you first. This time. <laughs> Okay. What was it like growing up on the streets? <laughs> Such a hard scrabble life. Uh, I wasn't great. Uh, often we didn't have food. We didn't have toys to play with. We didn't have clean clothes or clothes that didn't have rips. But at the same time, I feel like it taught me a lot about character. Uh, it really taught me to uh, fend for myself, you know. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I worked hard because I had to. And I started working my way through college. And uh, uh, oh, if it well, wasn't for... Well, I never, uh, I never finished. Uh, something happened that uh, wasn't so great. What and, was it? Uh, I didn't, Specifically, I didn't... what was it? I don't know if we should talk about it, really, but uh, let's say I you got You uh... know that I'm an alien. What the fuck happened to you in college? <laughs> okay, you make a very good point. <laughs> let's just say uh, I was in love, 
and uh, things were moving a little too fast uh, into a family way, and I got scared, and I'm ashamed of it to this very day. And I ran off, and I uh, joined up with the service, and then, of course, the war broke out. And by the time I got back, uh, things uh, things have pretty much fallen apart, and I've never really forgiven myself for it. So, you know, uh, tr- doing my best to try to be a better poison, and uh, that's all you can do. And I feel like I'm using the lessons in character that I picked up on the streets, but uh, it's hard, you know, not having the breaks that you had. And um, I, my, one of my keys is when other people acknowledge my superiority and fine breeding, which that's, I think is satisfying. That's true. Right? He did acknowledge it. Yeah. So you Very get a much back. so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm kind of refreshed by that. Uh, that's great. Um, now, does that count? Does this count? Does that dramatic monologue count as my key of the stage where I hit a key anytime I command the attention of an audience? Uh, I'm not really going to count that, but you, you get your seven <laughs> dice back and you guys can both ditch your frightened condition. So you are no oh, longer thanks. frightened. So uh, to recover my dice and, uh, and calm myself down, I think I'm going to commune with my uh, dead wife. With Suzanne? With Suzanne. Oh, awesome. Um, so when you commune with the spirits, uh, how... First off, how do you how do you do it? Do you like do you sit in the back of the car cross legged? Do you uh, do you like fall into a uh, like a sleep? Um, I yeah, I sort of go into like a this meditative coma, and uh, yeah, I'm dead to the world during that period of time. Do your eyes roll back into the into the back of your head, just showing the whites of your <laughs> eyes? Yeah, how creepy is this going to be for the rest of us? Let's say yes. I mean, you're you're used to that though. You guys are like, "Up, oh, there's Luke's white eyes again." <laughs> but if you could, if you could lay down at least, so his head isn't blocking the rearview mirror window while I'm driving, I would appreciate that. <laughs> so, so that each time you look in the rearview mirror, you're not, ah! oh, oh, <laughs> just the white eyes staring back. Well, I'll just yeah. check my rearview. Well, do, you, ah! <laughs> do your eyes cloud over like Storm from X Men, and then the uh, tassel on your fez spins around? Like the <laughs> <propeller>? <laughs> Am I wearing a fez at this point? I've forgotten. Uh, I mean, that was a suggestion that uh, the Game Master gave, so I don't know. Maybe <laughs> it should be. I mean, it depends on what all the fan artists out there want to do. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, in case so, anyone has ever wanted to not draw Fez, which is impossible. It's the most yeah. fun hat to draw. <laughs> Multiple uh, Fezes. One on top of the fez other. On on fez on Fez on mm-hmm. Fez. Uh, so the, the last question is, when you commune with the dead, how do they appear to you? Do they appear like... Do they look like a Beetlejuice thing, or do they look like? Do they, are they like an idealized version of themselves, like a Force Ghost, or are they like the moment that they died, or like? Ooh, boy, just like an axe through their head or something. Yeah, that doesn't yeah. sound very good. I think uh, more of the idealized version of themselves, but they're okay. fully nude, right? Yeah, sure. Fully, <laughs> we're both fully nude on the astral plane. So uh, you you enter like you, you said enter both your as if it was just the two of you and not everyone else. So everyone else is wearing clothes, but you and your wife are just nudists. <laughs> On the extra line. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you enter your trance, and uh, you, 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 the moment you realize that uh, Suzanne's spirit is there, is you can hear, uh, you can hear the the sound of ice uh, tinking against the sides of her uh, gin and tonic, and uh, she, her spirit is sitting next to you in the back of the car. Uh, she's dressed in uh, what was most likely a very uh, well put together party outfit, but uh, clearly it has been you know a few hours into the party, so her hair is a little bit looser. Uh, her dress is slightly rumpled, 
Uh, and she, you know, looks like she's had a couple of drinks. Mm-hmm. She says, <sighs> You've had quite, quite an, an adventure, adventure, haven't you? Yes, well, you know, it's all in a day's work for Luke Brightwatcher, famous spirit, medium, and adventurer. Now, I would keep an eye on those Vox characters if I, if I were you. Yes, uh, well, you know, everyone's quite suspicious, very suspicious. A whole cast of suspicious characters. People with something to lose, they're the ones to be most worried about. My dear, as always, you've crystallized the very nub of the gist of the problem. Now, what was, what was all that ridiculous driving about? Well, there was some sort of an onion head after us. I, she says, and something was after you. Are you you're serious? I saw no... I saw nothing in the ethereal plane. Well, that is a pickle of a problem. I don't understand what that would mean. Something with... Some kind of construct was chasing you? So, a construct. You're saying that it might not be a, a real supernatural creature? Well, uh, either that or something that doesn't have a spirit at all. Interesting. Uh, my dear, I wish I could have some of that gin and tonic, but I know that... Astral gin and tonic isn't... uh, It's so dreadfully unsatisfying, like all of this. (sighs) How have you been? (laughs) Very, very bored. But your exploits are keeping me entertained. So please, be more careful. I will, my dear, I will. Uh, And she gives you a, a peck on the cheek where you can... You can almost swear you can smell the gin. <laughs> and you wake up uh, refreshed, so you can refresh your dice pool and remove the frightened condition. Yay. Why does it reek of gin in the car all of a sudden? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a moment of brimstone where yeah. as you wake, you can smell. You <laughs> but it's smell all just gin. <laughs> gin and like a little bit of citrus, maybe. <laughs> so you guys drive through the night, and you pass through. Uh, you pass down the main street of Cape Salmon. Um, it's nearing midnight at this point, um, and Cape Salmon is a mainly uh, like a holiday town, um, and it's kind of the wrong holiday. You mean a it's, holiday it's town? <laughs> holiday yeah. town. That's an red sports reference. car drives up next to us. Like, yeah. oh la la, <laughs> Christy Brinkley. Yeah, you guys see the uh, as you as you drive along, you see that the uh, the road you're on once you enter the city limits is has been renamed as Holiday Road. Um, <laughs> so you pass. I mean, you pass through all the you all you pass through the the closed and shuttered trappings of a small town. You know, a bank, a diner, general store, um, and then you pass into. Uh, you're following. I'm guessing Scales is looking at a a map. And cross-referencing it with a page of a phone book from a gas station you tore out on the That's way exactly up here. That's exactly the kind of thing I do. Just some shoe uh, leather gumshoe work. Other people are going to need that page, by the way. That was 
Not as much you, as we need it. We're going to stop monsters or aliens or something. I don't know. And you pass along. Uh, I'm glad that uh, I'm, I'm glad that you're maintaining that accent so well. <laughs> uh, the uh, and you, so you pass along. Um, you pass along uh, family estates. Uh, the closer you are to the coast, the bigger the uh, the homes are. Um, and you uh, turn a corner and you come to the front gate of the uh, Bucksworth family home. Um, and there's, uh, you know, it's a, it's a gated estate. And you can, uh, across the gate, which is chained shut, there is a big sign that says foreclosed. Oh, wow. Foreclosed. Um, and behind, and through the iron gate, you can see a a single story home sitting on the edge of the uh, sitting on the edge of a, a cliff that overlooks the, the the raging stormy ocean I kind of expected it to be a uh, to be a bigger house what did you guys think yeah single story on the edge of a cliff reads a lot more like a like loner fisherman captain than it does a rich family I have no particular opinion on the house, but since we can't get in, perhaps we should turn back and find the latest, the nearest opium establishment. <laughs> I think we shouldn't give up quite this quick. <laughs> yeah, we... I, I, if, if, if a chain is what always stopped us, we'd never get any <laughs> mysteries solved. I think I'm we can defeat tired. the wily puzzle of the chain that we've been presented with by reality. And the, the, the and snow you is... should, uh, uh, Luke, you shouldn't be tired. You were just having your little ghosts uh, date back there. <laughs> Why do you always have to demean it by calling it little? <laughs> I'm sorry. Your enormous goat date. Oh, sorry. Ghost goat, date. Goat date. Goat date. <laughs> you yeah, greatest... one goat. Because <laughs> the greatest of all time. That's what I meant. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the snow was starting to come down pretty heavily. Uh, you didn't really see anyone out on the roads or anything. Uh, so do you guys... Do you I guys mean, want to break in? We either jump the fence or we go around to the cliffside and scale the cliff, right? Or pick the lock. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I say we just... Yeah. Did you bring your climbing gear in the back of the... I mean, we could easily go back and pick it up, but I think we should just try and pick the lock and jump the fence. Uh, so who uh, who's on that case? You want to break uh, it down or scales, pick the you lock? probably got some sort of weird... Uh... Now, uh, now, I could use my, uh, my from the streets trait... There's no uh-huh. particular tags related to lock picking, but I kind of assume that's one of the things that I would pick up in my in my years, both as a uh, as a metropolitan ragamuffin living on the, the <laughs> okay. bad side of town, and also uh-huh. as a your regular, you know, uh, Seamus Gumshoe. Okay, uh, so why don't you uh, why don't we do a roll? So you take one general die, uh huh, and add one for uh, what from the streets? From the streets. And then any dice from your pool, and any pool die, uh, you guys can both contribute up to one die from your pool. How hard is this? Like, how many, just normal? Yeah, it's just a normal, it's, uh, we'll say it's an easy roll, so you need to have, you need to get two successes. You probably don't need any help on this, Scales. I'm going to roll three die, I'm going to take another pool die. Uh Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh, let's see. Yeah, six, a six, and a six. Uh Uh-oh, the devil's (laughs) roll. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, man. Uh, it's a goat date. Um, so you, yeah, you guys, uh, it's, the the lock itself is fairly simple. Ah, uh, uh, classic Molson and Gulson lock. No problem. <laughs> I've seen plenty of these in my time, all right? Just flip the spring Keep and your voice down. We're breaking and entering. 
So you're able to you push the gate aside uh, and pull the car around, uh, parking it out of view of the main street. I and just then... drift park that baby Tokyo <laughs> style. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Great and, handling on this turn-of-the-century car. Yeah. Um, it turns on a quarter. And that, that role also covers, in addition to, to parking the car surreptitiously, um, you're able to, uh, to close it up to make it look like uh, if, somebody, if the cops were to pull by, they wouldn't necessarily suspect something. Uh, the house itself is dark. There's no, uh, you don't see any signs that anybody's here. Uh, and you and you don't see any signs, any like signs in the snow that anybody's been here recently. Um, there's a a fountain in front in the like in the front drive in front of the home uh, that is iced over, and you can see that uh, even from the front of the house, you can see that there's a back patio that is uh, that like hangs over the edge of the cliff um, that uh, looks out on the boathouse down on the beach below. Hmm. Suppose we should, you know, search the house. Let's go into the no, house. No, no, I like all... staying outside in this blizzard. That's that's my plan. It's just hang guys, out outside. You guys, uh, you're <laughs> able that's to, our, you're that's able sarcasm. To I hope your yeah. ghost sense was able to detect that that was sarcasm. <laughs> no, 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 scales. You'll stay outside like you want, and then no, Luke no, and I no, will no, go guys, into the I house. Was, I'm just being puckish. <laughs> <laughs> Let's all walk to the house, but let's all make sure that we track, uh, we follow each other's footprints, so only one set of footprints uh, can be seen going into the house. Jesus carried so us. you will think you Jesus, Wait, Jesus carried a Tuscan Raider. Uh, <laughs> so you see the, uh, you, so you guys break in and wander the home with your flashlights. So it's a single story house, right? It's a, it's yeah. like a, a ranch and as you ranch. go in you realize you notice that there's uh there's also a basement. I want I want okay. to point out I feel like it is an accurate depiction of Tanzer's kind of like wealthy uh <laughs> of of like not not understanding reality as he's like let's watch walk single file as a blizzard is bearing down <laughs> like we don't, we don't want them to see our footprints after this blizzard. <laughs> Uh, this, this way, we also trick the blizzard. You see, <laughs> oh, the blizzard's only going to think there's one person in the house. Uh, so you're, uh, I'm guessing you all have flashlights. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, are you, are you calling out for Todrick? Yeah, actually, because yeah. we think he's here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we heard he might be. Yeah. Um, so I've got some uh, nuts and fruit that I'm going to have in my open <laughs> palm as I'm going around saying, Todrick, Todrick. <laughs> Nuts and fruit. That was uh, that was what you were raised on, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what yeah. college kids, kids love. love. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's boarding school. Oh, like sorry, college. sorry. What high school kids love? College for teens. Um, so <laughs> you. Uh, what? What are we? What we're in the main room right now, right? Well, you we come you in. Pass through the the rooms of the house, and it's it is a see? it is a uh, it is a modest but still wealthy person's ranch. Uh, like beach house, you're guessing that this was d- by the design of the house that it's at least you know a generation old. Um, but you also, as you pass through the all, what uh, what furniture remains is covered in sheets. Uh, there's you know a, a thin layer of dust on everything. But you also notice that uh, that things are missing from the home. You can see clear places where. Bits of furniture were there, but have been removed. 
and that like paintings have been removed from the wall based on the outline, like dust outline. And that uh, clearly the like repossession that the bank has been doing is, uh, is already in effect here that, that it's been foreclosed upon by the bank. I'm not, okay. I'm not seeing a lot of uh, evidence of anyone habitating this particular domicile uh, in the, in the recent past guys. Yeah, we we don't find Todrick, right? Look no, you don't. You don't find Todrick at all. You and I don't, uh, I don't even the, see the house is empty. Evidence of Todrick. I, there's a. Uh, I, I assume we're not seeing we're not seeing footprints in the dust or anything like that. We're not seeing places there's that no, like, other than places the where furniture has or... been removed. We're not seeing. Yeah, I mean, you see from people being there. You can you can tell that the that the house was shut for the season, and then. Uh, that people haven't been here at least for a couple of weeks. I'll go through the kitchen, I guess. Luke, you'll hit the liquor cabinets. We'll see what's going on. The assignment hits all of my particular <laughs> set of skills. Um, and also the uh, and the storm is picking up, and you can. Uh, it it seems unlikely that you would be able to uh, head back out in this. Uh, boys, so. I think we might be staying the night here. All so, right. Well, uh, I call the master bedroom. <laughs> All right, call. you guys can sleep. I, I call I guess. the other bedroom. I guess I'll take Ta- I'll take Todrick's bedroom, and I mm. will, as usual, sleep wherever I collapse. <laughs> um, we can share a bed. I'm confident <laughs> myself. I wouldn't be. I no. wouldn't feel threatened by that. Uh, do you sleep sing? Uh, sometimes, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, then perhaps it would be best if I. Get I could, as far I, away from you as possible. No, no, I could, I could perform kind of like a, a, like a lulling lullaby to get you back into, you know, to rest you after this stressful day. You know, I think you'd enjoy that. Um, and is there anything? Are there? Is there anything in particular you're looking for here other than just Todrick? Uh, I mean, guys, I'm thinking. I think we might be able to find some uh, something. Something itches me. Itches my detection sense uh, about about Todrick's dad. About uh, something usually in my line of work, when someone has a boating accident, it's like not really a boating <laughs> accident, you know. So I could this time I could be wrong, but I think let's take a look and see if we can find anything that belonged to uh, to to Cornelius and see if there's anything we can figure out. By which no, I mean, let's true. just go through his stuff and let's see what what we find. I now, also, in my own history of of being rich, uh, whenever a boating accident happens, it's always one of the wives has murdered the husbands that way. Now, um, earlier I couldn't commune with uh, any of the Bucksworth family because we were possibly far away from where they were deceased. Or, but uh, I could try and commune with Cornelius Bucksworth now that we're in his home, especially if we find a, an item of his. Oh, seems, seems yeah, like we should since totally this do that. His home, it might be easier to find an item mm. of his. What with this being his house and the item, the whole house being an oh, item. There's got to be his something item. here. The bank Thank didn't you. sell, right? Scales. Are we going to do this after we wake up in the morning? Because I've already changed in my pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> and Tanter has like full four piece set of pajamas: the cap, the the silk shirt, the silk. Oh, pants. monogrammed! Oh, look yeah. at that! Oh, everything, everything. 
And I, of course, am wearing my signature kimono. <laughs> and uh, I'm just in uh, boxers and an undershirt and my socks with sock garters. Just classic detective pajamas. <laughs> just sweat stains everywhere on the underwear. <laughs> it's really great. Yeah, sweat stain underwear, uh, sleeveless, possibly mesh undershirt, uh, the really cheap uh, and, kind, and my and hat brought- still. Yeah, and you brought you brought a pillow, aka a newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Sunday section. It's full of ads and supplements. That means it's the thickest and the softest. Yeah, you figure if you sleep on that newspaper, you're bound to wake up, and there will be a clue right there next to where your head was. <laughs> <laughs> it's worked before. <laughs> uh, so yeah, what what are you what are you looking for? What type of thing do you find? Um, let's see. Well, let's go to the master bedroom. See, okay, uh, but we've agreed this is my bedroom, so let's just have some respect for it as we walk around. So we yeah. walk in. Is there uh, some, uh, like... Tanza, you really yeah, put I mean, all your the, stuff the... out. It's going to make it hard to tell what's Cornelius' and what's yours that your whole toiletry kit is already out. The, the, yeah, the... also, I've, I've sort of mentally uh, taken possession of all of Cornelius' old possessions. So really, this is more now my bedroom and my possessions than his. So the... I mean, almost everything has been uh, stripped, but for like a few, uh, of, like the the things of of higher value have been taken out of there. But like, there's still like ties or socks or things that might not be okay. immediately resellable. Can I can I uh, say that I found uh, in searching, I found behind a piece of furniture like a cufflink fell behind it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's something that is it feels a little bit more like individual to him oh look at this well 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 it's a, it's a cufflink and it says uh c on it <laughs> cb s-e-a cb for cb radio <laughs> it was his hobby in, in in boarding school um okay so when you do a seance what do you do um do you do like a circle of salt i have a bit of chalk that I carry with me to circle myself. It's really more theatrical. I I want to make it like I like to impress the the normies, the rubes. <laughs> but so. we we know that it's all kind of BS. Yeah, well, you've yeah, sort of surmised that over the years, but because sometimes still... you'll forget to do it, we'll remind you, and you'll be like, "Oh yeah, of course, yes, yes, of course." Um, Would it help I... to set the scene if I uh, for you if I sing some spooky music? Uh, it, I suppose it couldn't hurt. I mean, it could it could hurt my ears, but otherwise, it's probably helpful. I'll open the window to let in an eerie wind. Okay. <laughs> I open oh, the window and like a oh, massive snow drift like blasts into us. So, oh, oh, fellows. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh. All right, my dears. What 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 should I ask Cornelius Buxworth? I I. Number one, I want to ask him about how he passed away, and number two, I want to ask him whether Todrick is still alive. But uh, those, those are two that, great questions. Uh, oh, you could I, also when, ask him. And oh, when sorry. you perform a séance, like a full séance, can you can you bring them with you? Can you like ho- by holding hands, they also can speak with the dead? Uh, oh, that would be great. Let's say or is yes, it only because you? it'll make the play a little easier. Okay. So uh, you know, after what? Maybe half an hour of preparation mm-hmm. uh, and singing, and Ooh. and, and pre- <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's that? Uh, is that Tarzan boy again? <laughs> uh, so you uh, holding hands, uh, you begin the the seance, and of course, like 
like always, it seems like nothing is happening. And then the I will say co- one thing is happening, which is that Scales is so impressed by how soft Tanzer's hands are. They're just so Dang. soft and so beautiful. The uh, <laughs> the the cufflink is sitting in a small dish that has uh, a bit of freshly burned ash, and uh, the first sign that something is happening is uh, the cufflink starts to rattle around in the bowl and starts bouncing off the sides, um, and then you uh, and then the sound of the storm outside uh, suddenly just isn't there anymore. And out of the out of the corner of your eye, you can see uh, the the apparition of uh, Cornelius Bucksworth uh, come like slowly uh, striding along the uh, out, outside the windows. You can see him striding along the the edge of the patio before entering the room. Um, and he's a tall, severe, hawkish-looking man uh, in his mid. 50s, uh, wearing, uh, seemingly, seemingly out of place wearing, like, summer clothes, like, boating clothes, um, soaking in water, I assume? No, the, uh, we, we, we covered the seaweed. That, <laughs> yeah, we covered that he doesn't appear like he died. It's an idealized version. So the idealized version of him isn't covered in seaweed. <laughs> you don't know water what Water uh, fills his lungs. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I know what he preferred. I'm telling you. Uh, so, and he he comes in, and he also, just like your last say, like your last spirit, comes in holding a drink, <laughs> and he he says, "What are you doing in my house?" Uh, my my house now. <laughs> well, are you not drinking like you. Uh, you're. Uh, they seem to have raided your liquor cabinet when they. Uh, foreclosed upon your house, so... Vultures, all of them. And you, Silverview? Uh, I... I'm trying... We're here trying to help you, man. We... We... You died in a mysterious boating accident? Your son's gone missing? Your family's messed up. boating accident. That's what they're calling it. What happened? Of course, my brother happened. Your brother, boy, pushed you over the boat? I never thought he had the stones... So you're kind of impressed by it, I guess is what you're saying? <laughs> uh, he, he laughs at that. Takes a sip of his drink. And he says, I always underestimated Jefferson. I thought he didn't have it in him. Jefferson? Always needed me looking out for it. Why do you think Jefferson... So wait, Jefferson just pushed you over the boat? Why do you think he wanted to kill you? Pushed me over the boat? No, he hit me in the head with an oar. Oh. And but then you fell off the me? boat. Of course. Okay, Down so I just want to make sure that we're, we're straight. We were right about the you falling off a boat at some point. I mean, that just stands to reason. You fell off the boat. Uh, he, as he, uh, as you keep talking, you can sense he's getting a little bit angry. And as he gets angry, you can see, uh, you can see objects around the room uh, start to like vibrate a little bit and the uh like the, the the one of the couches that hasn't been taken the cheaper couch starts to like shift a little bit yeah there's no need to fuss fuss i'm sorry a bucksworth doesn't fuss uh well the point why is why have you called me here we're trying to help we're your son 
Son? Son. Yes, son. What has my son done this time? Has gone missing. No, no, no. It's it's actually quite the opposite, sir. Uh, we're trying to help your son. Uh, we want to we want to find him. My son is missing. Uh, yeah, and uh, we are trying to make sure that everything's okay with him and that uh, he's not in any sort of danger. Unless you don't like your son, in which case maybe there's some other way I can frame this. Don't like my son? A father doesn't need to like his children. I think I saw that crocheted somewhere. That motto. (laughs) This is true as a silver view. We are the sons, I can tell you, the rich people's uh, fathers... Uh, caring about their sons as little as possible is highly valued. You're a good father, Mr. Bucksworth. <laughs> Thank you. Finally, somebody recognizes it. Now, Mr. Bucksworth, uh, by any chance, Todd isn't dead, is he? You would know if Todd had, had died. My... I, 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 I don't know. He's not... If his spirit isn't here, I've not seen him. All right, good. That's good news on our part, right? He's still alive. Well, I mean... I mean, to be honest, be it makes our, sure. our job harder. If you could have told us that he was dead, we could say, all right, well, we know where he is now. Now it's still an open... Why history. would my son be dead? It's, it's well, Jefferson it's trying to... trying to take over the business? We well, don't... That's, a cer- that's certainly a good well, hypothesis, that's one that's that hadn't occurred to me. <laughs> it seems like it. Your, your, uh, your wife asked us to find Todrick. Do you trust my... your wife? My wife? Claudia, what? She... She asked to find Todrick. I mean... She never... She would never do anything. She wasn't involved. Jefferson must have manipulated her. Into what? Well, if he he killed me... she, She couldn't be in on it. Oh, all the stuff you say couldn't possibly be true. I'm thinking now might be true. <laughs> Maybe Jefferson and Claudia, Claudius are, uh, are working together? Working together? And everything starts to, sh- uh, to rattle more. Whoa, whoa, well, that's, whoa. It's just a hypothesis. It's just a working hypothesis. It's just one of many possible theories. That and he's, brainstorming he's, he's here, muttering man. under his breath, and his uh, and the, the spirit is, has, like, turned away from you, and... Uh, Everything starts to rattle even more. Should we, are we in danger here? Is this some sort of... If we well, die in the astral plane, do we... I've been in a rattling room and not been in danger in some he, way. Uh, and then he, he whirls on you and he, he points at, at, uh, at you, Luke, and he says, Find my son! And then, uh, and then the windows in that room explode inwards. And oh. then the, with a blast of air, you guys are... And he disappears. And when he and the blast of cold air at the seance is over, the candles are snuffed out. Why he was so mad at mad at me? I was I was arguably being the most polite to him. Yeah. <laughs> also, like we were trying to find his son. Yeah, we're already yeah. doing the thing he's yeah. asking us to do. So in he's the end, so really, he's the he's the asshole in this situation. Yeah. <laughs> Who is he to Pardon give us my orders? French. <laughs> Pardon well, I mean, my, you know, excuse my, uh, my patois, but I would I say that karma would get him. Get, I would say that karma would get him, but it seems to have already taken care. Yeah, of. he didn't learn a karma <laughs> lesson at all. Good one. That's a good one, Luke. Up top. <laughs> uh, all right. 
You guys want to? You guys want to drag a ghost anymore? <laughs> you want to dunk on him some more? Well, as long as it's gone now, yeah. <laughs> we should break the circle in case he suddenly shows up again. Like, what did you say about that? me? <laughs> uh, so it, so it seems like we have a new a new piece of the puzzle, which is that Jefferson killed. Okay, so guys, seems like we got a a new piece of the puzzle here. That uh, Cornelius's death was not an accident. I think we was we all assumed, and it was his brother what did it. You guys uh, are having this conversation uh, all seated, Indian style, on or cross legged. I'm sorry, cross legged on uh, on Tanzer's new bed. I'm yeah, saying. And, and we and, had to enjoy your that... breezy new bedroom, yeah. Tanzer. <laughs> I don't, I don't think I want this bedroom anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's filling up with may, snow. We might have decamped to a room where it wasn't quite so cold, since we're all in our pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. So you're, now you're in. Uh, yeah. It was. Uh, you're now you're in the living room. So, uh, so guys, do you think there's something going on between uh, Jefferson Bucksworth and uh, and Claudia Bucksworth? It might explain why Toderick is so uh, is suddenly withdrawn and leaving if he fears for his life or or suspects his uncle. This is a real uh, Hamlet situation, you know? Yeah, we might go, we got a regular <laughs> oh, Hamlet wow. on our hands. Yeah. <laughs> wow, Tanzer actually did read that book. I guess <laughs> I saw the uh, the movie that had nudity in it. Uh huh. I mean, they, I guess they had Tanzer those, did. Yep. Yeah, I saw Back the, in the day. Nickel Talkie. Picture yeah, Show. Was, I guess it was pre-code. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling that this nudity is going to be around the movies for a very long time, folks. <laughs> yeah, that's how the silver. That's one of the new investments he hopes to bring yeah. to the Silverman family. <laughs> hey, uh, Games Master, I got a question. Sure. Uh, since we now have a new lead, I think I've hit uh-huh. my key of the case. Can I get a new yeah. pool die? Uh, yeah, that's fine. Uh, okay, guys. So, but what are we gonna what are we gonna do with this uh, information? It seems like uh, we could go confront Claudia, but I don't know how, what that's gonna do. Uh, it doesn't bring us Todrick back. Yeah, it's not oh. like if we go. Oh, we figured it out that she's gonna say, "Oh, you're right. Take me to jail." Here's where my son is. While He's... we're at it, sorry, my actions led me to find out hidden information. So can I get a pool die too? Yeah, that's fine. Thanks. Uh, sorry to interrupt. So yeah, your your some of your clues right now. You have the uh, you have a little bit of information about. Uh, well, you have information about Jefferson and possibly Claudia, um, and you also have a lead that the uh, that that uh, the creature that was chasing you asked you uh, it in a metallic voice asked you where is Zork. So you're also looking for Zork or what that might mean. Hmm, I wonder if the occult store might know that. Uh, that seems that, that seems possible place. and likely. That seems like there. If that if that store is not a total made up, you know, silly place, seems like that would be a good place <laughs> to find out about that. I mean, they they had a Justicar statue, and we were attacked by an actual Justicar, so they they know some stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't, they I, they might have gotten lucky, uh, but I any, I'll tell you. Here's what I think we should do. Here's my ideas. Here's what I think. Okay, uh, Tanzer, do you think you'd be able to get in and talk to Claudia? Again, because uh, I don't know, as a fellow rich person that, who's handling the case for. Oh, easily. <laughs> wow. Okay. A lot of confidence. <laughs> I yeah, like that just, confidence. Just walk in, yeah. And, uh, maybe, uh, at, uh, actually, and one question. Have you, uh, actually, Tanzer, in your experience as a half alien, have you ever heard of what a Zork is or anything like that or uh, any of that stuff? No, not me. 
And again, by the way, this this half alien thing was told at the strictest of confidence. So, <laughs> but there's nobody just around. The casual, you threw that out there. I just want to make sure that you're not going to. We're all do that in at on party it. Or something. You okay, think someone's okay, hiding okay. behind the the chair. Let me check. No, there's nobody behind the chair. Let me use my detection <laughs> skills. No, there's nobody. I'm sorry. I'm yeah, nervous. Rita I'm nervous. Skeeter pops up from behind. <laughs> <laughs> takes your picture. Oh no! <laughs> it's in the evening papers. <laughs> so the leads that you guys are going to track down. So you guys wake up the next morning uh, and head back. Back to the city. Um, I like to travel- think we all we all went into the other bedroom and shared that one bed together. And there's <laughs> yeah. a lot of tossing and turning and like bumping into each other and getting mad at each other. Just it was a real not even a double bed like one of those single beds in beach houses you find. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, it was like a twin bed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, one of those beach house beds. It. it just is not like there's not enough mattress. Like, no. <laughs> It's basically a futon because any more mattress would just get soggy from all the damp, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. all the, sal- the it's salty clearly, air. It's like it's like a it's like one of those rooms that wasn't even meant to have a bed in it. Like it's just a little extra room, but they stuffed a bed in it. Yeah, the mm-hmm. ceiling like slopes down to a, a dramatic angle. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was where that was where Todrick had to sleep. Yeah. By the way, guys, he stayed in Todrick's room. I see why this kid left his family. <laughs> uh, just uh, uh, and and uh, if that was Todrick's bedroom. Uh, uh, Luke, you get you getting anything off of this uh, spirit wise? We uh, Cornelius already said that uh, that his son wasn't there, but you, you're not feeling any. I don't know whatever how your stuff works, like auras or nothing. Yeah, do you wanna do you wanna get any feeling from the room, Luke? Uh, sure, whatever that would um, entail. Uh, okay, so yeah, that would probably be I guess uh, maybe meditate or commune. Okay, so take a general die, and, and then uh, one for medium. Yeah, and one for the. Subtrade? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's uh, three dice. Okay. And plus any pool dice that you want to add. Uh, what, what, what am I trying to hit? Uh, I don't know. Three. Uh, three? Yeah, uh, three successes. Yeah, once you try. I'll add another couple. Yeah. I'll throw one on your way. All right, thanks. Now we'll, we'll see what happens. All right. There we go. That's three. Three successes, perfect. Four successes. Oh, wow. No, No, three. no, three. Sorry, you're right. Three successes. So uh, discard any pool dice that you added. And uh, you... All of these are gone? uh, Well, the general... Any personal pool dice you added. Your general dice that you uh, you used aren't discarded. So the three dice you added from the general dice, you don't have to discard. Okay. Um, Just those, yeah. Uh, So you... You get a like an emotional, uh, an emotional imprint from uh, a past memory, uh, a strong imprint of a young Todrick uh, running and hiding, um, and you can feel like you can tell that he's been uh, he's scared, and you can hear. Uh, you can hear through like the door you can hear muffled voices of his father yelling at his mother okay uh, yeah so in a moment uh, a a moment of childhood trauma well I relay this to my friends it's, it I mean, seems is... like it's it's all backing up more of this, uh, let's just call it the Hamlet hypothesis, that uh, things were not so good between Cornelius and uh, the wife, 
And I'm uh, glad that, that you I'm glad that you named this case when it's released as a paperback. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, and uh, and and that Todrick was aware of it, and possibly, and you know, you know how it is with these uh, rich kids; they identify with their dads and whatever. So uh, maybe he took his dad's side, or maybe not. Maybe he took his mom's side. I don't know. What am I, psychologist or something? I'm not a head shrinker. I'm just a guy. Just trying to get by in this crazy old world, just trying to solve a few mysteries and have a few laughs and maybe and maybe Your theory hold on, your theory maybe. really degenerated into I was gonna personal... t- wait, I was gonna go into a song, but okay, forget about it. <laughs> I when we wake up in the morning. Yeah. Uh all with us all of us with neck cramps and, and back problems. Uh-huh. I think that yeah. uh I think it'd be a good idea for us just to go back to the city and uh-huh. I'll go talk to Claudia Bucksworth. Uh, or we can all go talk to Claudia Bucksworth, or we should go to the exotic shop and talk about the Zork character. Uh-huh. And, I mean, there's, you also, uh, you could track down leads on both, uh, you could research both the Vox family and the Bucksworth family, uh, you could use your library use, or talk to your connections at the newspaper, all of those things. So, you head out in the morning... Uh, the roads have been cleared for the most part, but the, uh, the, like, the idyllic snowy winter morning drive, uh, still takes quite a while. Um, and you, you get back to the city just after midday. Uh, and we eat you a hearty decided... lunch. <laughs> yep. Do you, yeah. uh, you have, uh, uh, and you, and you. I have uh, several Bloody Marys. Yeah, steak and eggs for everyone. Do you uh, do you guys split up? How do you guys how do you guys want to track down your leads? I feel like I could use my library skills to research something, um, whether it be Zork or uh, the, the the families we're looking into, okay. or both. And uh, I can yeah, uh, Stuart, you mentioned newspapers. I've got a I've, one of my traits off of detective is newspapers. I think mm-hmm. maybe I'll go around and see if. Uh, I could pick up any gossip about the relationship between uh, Claudia and Jefferson. Yeah, you probably. I mean, you probably have a connection at uh, at the Times too that you could you could leverage if you wanted to. Oh, at the Times! Wow, top of the heap. Yeah, there's yeah, not a lot you, of options. Yeah, but it's like the obituaries reporter. It's not like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, well, no, it's, I, yeah, I've, it's I've, I've slightly been, I've above a, the Herald. Well, I've had some interactions with the uh, with the society columnist there in some of my time uh, investigating murders and kidnappings and what have you. Okay, I think that could be helpful. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You have uh, you have uh, what the editor of the society page is. Tara Coleman is your connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you could you could reach out to her. Yes. And, and go... you're gonna you're gonna look into Claudia. Yeah, I'll I'll just tell her what we've discovered about Jefferson and kind of see how she reacts to it. Okay. Um so uh let's start with scales. Uh you meet with uh after uh after, you know, a a a phone call or two, you are able to set up a meeting with uh Tara over at the uh like the the loading dock behind the <clears throat> behind the times. Um, yeah, I'm not allowed in the offices anymore. Yeah, yeah, it, it looked bad for her. Um, and so, uh, you know, she's she's a little bit brusque with you because she only has so much time. So she comes out on a like a smoke break, 
uh, and she says, "What? What's the big deal? What's so important?" Now, uh, now you know I've helped you with a lot of scoops in the past when you needed needed some assistance. Now I need some help from you. Oh, uh, you're here to collect, huh? Well, here's just as to ask for a favor among friends. I feel like we're friends, maybe more than friends, if the situation goes the right way, but probably <laughs> don't, not. Don't push your luck. <laughs> I'm just saying I've got a lot to offer. But anyway, that's besides the point. Um, so I'm wondering – so I'm on this case right now, and this is not for publication, but who knows, maybe at a later date. Uh, you might Maybe there's an exclusive in it somehow uh, that involves the Bucksworth family. And uh, Okay, I'm listening. You're familiar with them, right? Hoity-toity, rich, dad's dead. Uh, they have a house that on the Cape that is not that impressive. <laughs> Even okay. to me, a guy who grew up in a tenement, just not that impressive. Um, and here's the thing. Has there any been any rumors about uh, something going on between Claudia Bucksworth and Jefferson Bucksworth? Uh, well, I mean, at the time... When Cornelius died, of course, like, Jefferson got brought in for questioning, and everybody was a little bit suspicious, but he was cleared, and, uh... Yeah, but we all know what that doesn't mean. When a, when a rich guy gets says, cleared of a crime, it just it doesn't mean necessarily he didn't do the crime, if you know what I mean. Not to get not yeah, to sound red on you. And Jefferson's, Jefferson's never been a, a, a public figure, but... And he doesn't... He's not super... He's not super open about it, but he's he has a long time he has a long time lover. So I I guess they could have. It's not a romantic thing. Who's his Who's his long? Who, he has. You said he had a long time lover. What does that mean exactly? Oh, from my understanding, uh, he he's been he's been seeing uh, this artist Dimitri something or other for years. Oh, I get you. So it's so he doesn't quite. Uh, what's a delicate way to put it that will be okay, both period appropriate, but also okay <laughs> in the twenty first century, for instance. He's uh, of a he's of a different he's of a different interest. Say, he is not interested in Claudia Bucksworth romantically. Yeah, exactly. Unless, uh, and again, I want to say this in a way that's both as sensitive as possible and also appropriate to the period. Unless it's possible that sexuality is fluid. Perhaps it works on more of a uh, – it's more of a prism than a, a binary thing. Well, this is a complicated topic, and I don't think we have the time to discuss it right now. <laughs> yeah, probably not, but you seem like you're a little busy. So what you're telling me is uh, – okay, so uh, – and how has uh, – has anyone noticed any kind of strange behavior from either one of them ever since Cornelius died? You said, uh, you said that, that Jefferson's never been much of a public figure. When, when do people see him at all? Yeah, I mean he, he goes out. Uh, but he's, he doesn't spend money like, like Cornelius did. And I mean, this is more of a financial thing, but from what I can tell, the, the, their business isn't doing so well. They made some, they made some changes since Cornelius died. Yeah. I heard from a, uh, I heard from a very, uh, in the know person that the, a lot of their stuff's been repossessed, foreclosed on and what have yous. Yeah. I mean, they, I guess they've been putting a lot of money toward charity and they, they closed down some of their factories. Uh, here's another. Here's another question. I got a question for you about. Is uh, but wait, so, what's the scoop you're working on? <laughs> uh, well, let me ask you this other question, and then we'll then see. Uh, see if you can guess it. Maybe. Uh, what's the history been like between uh, the Vuxworths and the Voxes? Oh, I mean, other than 
the that kid Todrick and Anavox were seen were were seen out in the town. Okay, yeah, I know. We that. ran a story about that weeks ago. Uh and it was great, very well edited. Uh is there uh but besides that there's no longer history there? This isn't like a Romeo and Juliet situation because I could call this uh the Roman Romeo and Juliet situation rather than the Hamlet hypothesis. <laughs> she says is it a King Lear conundrum? I don't know. I'd have to. Uh, you'd have to give me some time to look look it up. But nothing comes to mind. What if I called mind. it the the measure for measure mystery? Uh, anyway, okay, so would you be able to, would you be able to take a moment to see for me if uh, if there's any kind of history of either collaboration or uh, or feuding between the Bucksworths and the Voxes going back she says, multiple generations? I don't just mean in the last year or so. She says it'll take me it'll take me a, it'll take me some time. I can let you know tomorrow. Okay, yeah, that would be wonderful. I would really appreciate that. And so, so here's just so you, just to give you a little taste. Let's just say of why I'm doing this. But again, this is not for publication yet, or if uh, ever. Okay. Uh, let's just say uh, Todrick's whereabouts are not so uh, known about. Wait, are you telling me Todrick Bucksworth is missing? I didn't tell you that in those words. But you're smart. You can understand that's, what I just said. That's a pretty big scoop. But you gotta promise me. I don't. We gotta. I want to. Is he? Do you think he's? Do you think he's dead? No, I've got it on. I've got it on good authority that he is not. Where I have no reason to believe that he is, and I've got good reason to believe that he's not. And so, uh, but again, I don't want you to. Uh, my, if as a favor to me, if you could not print anything about this yet, because it might interfere in what we're doing. Prime Directive, Schrodinger's cat, all that stuff. Uh, you know. Okay, okay, but I get the exclusive then. You you got it for sure. Okay, I'll and let I, you know tomorrow if I dig anything up. I appreciate it. This has been super helpful. And uh, if you ever have a free moment, and you just want to you know talk like regular people, not on the job. I don't have a lot of friends, and I'm always looking for people to make kind of like a, like an emotional connection to, not romantic necessarily, just like you know enriching my life with uh, connections. You know what I mean? She grinds out her cigarette and she goes. Yeah, sure thing. And, and goes <laughs> Great. back inside. We'll make plans. See ya. You're, you're the door lock as it closes. <laughs> I feel like Scales is skipping down the street thinking that went really well. He's got a hot date coming up soon. <laughs> oh, boy. Not a even hot, necessarily a, a date. A hot friend date. Yeah. A friend date. Uh, a platonic outing. Yeah. Uh, you know, they'll go uh, go pose for a George Surratt painting. Is that how you pronounce it? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so uh, I'm going to take it. A- I'm going to take another pool dice for learning the the name of Jefferson's lover and also that okay. he's gay. Because okay. that might come in handy. Who knows? We could blackmail him or something. <laughs> Whoa. I mean, yeah, this it's, day and it's, age. It's not as uh, – in in this world, it's not as uh, as uh, big of a stigma, obviously. Oh, okay. I see. Um, the, so that just makes scales very prejudiced then. <laughs> yeah. I'm not prejudiced. I'm assuming the worst of other people. <laughs> The, uh, yeah, it's a fancy world. I can do whatever I want. Uh, Tanzer, you, so you wanted to speak with Claudia. Did you want it to be like a surprise? Did you want it to be yes. a formal thing? Here's my strategy, guys. I'm going to go in there and tell her we have all the evidence we need that Jefferson, uh, killed, uh, Cornelius Bucksworth. <laughs> And say it's even ironclad. Though, even though that's even though that's a lie, because the evidence we have is a ghost's testimony. Oh, total lie! My hope <laughs> is that in that moment she'll either 
reveal herself to be completely unaware of that, or uh, she'll uh, start singing like a canary because she's in on it. Now, uh, now, Tanza, not to this, not to, not to say no to your brilliant idea right off the bat because I don't want to be a naysayer. Uh, that might be what we in the business call blowing up the case. Well, I mean, if she calls out my bluff on it, I'll just, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll just tell her the evidence is on its way or something like that, and then I'll, uh, and then uh, we'll just go from there. Well, no, no I think it's more the issue of like she might decide, oh, we've skipped from from middle game to end game, and try to murder you or something like that. Well, at that point, then I, you know, I, I mean, she's she's an old lady. I'm a young man strapping I mean, my prime. How, what is she going to do? She's actually only about ten years older than me. She's only about ten. She's a full decade older than me. Her bones yeah, are a, basically she, like clay. She's a wealthy society wife, so she's knows she's doing like Zumba or some kind of Haikibo or something like that. That's so, a good point. Uh, she's got some she, jazzercise muscles. She's probably in great shape. Taibo <laughs> yeah. or something. All right. Well, then, uh, but she doesn't have. The strength of stellar winds that courses through your veins. Yeah. <laughs> I've got those infrared vision eyes, remember? I'll just give her some sort of like, you know, radiation sickness over the course of many years. I'll tell you, if, if I just go in there and, uh, and don't reveal that, I'm wondering, like, what's my goal? Is that to just to ask her about Jefferson, maybe talk about what's, how the business has been going since Todrick, since Todrick disappeared or Cornelius died? Uh, yeah, let's see. What information are you hoping to get from her? Uh, I mean, you could you could mention to her that you have reason to believe that uh, that Cornelius's death was not an accident. And see how she reacts to that. Be a little more ambiguous about it, so it doesn't seem like you're pointing the finger just yet. But uh, so she she might be a little more wary about about uh, getting defensive. See what she says. She might drop something. All right. Okay. Or, so, or we just lie and tell her that Todrick's dead, and we see what happens then. But that that could be too much, also. So, I'm just not sure what like what information that we would get out of that. If we're trying, well, to if see she if she jumped up what, and went, "Yippee, the company's mine," then that might that would be something. <laughs> That's true. And then just started, started firing six guns into the air like yeah. a gold prospector. Yeah. Hee hee! I'm rich. I'm rich. <laughs> she yells, "Then I'm the king of the cats!" And she goes up the <laughs> chimney. <laughs> So you... Uh, will be like, oh, she's insane. She's <laughs> Grief has driven this woman mad. You're able to, uh, you're able to uh, track her down and uh, catch her as she's leaving a, uh, a, a women's society luncheon. And uh, she, uh, when she sees you, she has her... Uh, she you know, waves her driver bodyguard off to go pull the car around. And leads you uh, a short walk down the uh, down a uh, a covered uh, entrance area to the society building that she was having lunch at, um, and it's uh, it leads you away from the people walking down the street. And she says, "What's has there been a break in the case?" There has been a very interesting break in the case. Uh, Miss uh, Cornelius, can I call you Claudia? <laughs> Miss Bucksworth, excuse me, can I call you Claudia? <laughs> now that your husband's dead, can I call you Claudia instead of by the first name of your husband? She says that's, <laughs> she says that's incredibly forward of you. Uh, I apologize. Are you, are, you, are you trying to charm her or are you trying to like intimidate her? I'm trying to charm her. Okay. Uh, and you, what information are you trying to get out of her? I'm trying to figure out what uh, influence Jefferson Bucksworth has had in the company since Cornelius died. 
Uh, okay, so I'm going to need a roll from you just to kind of get an idea of where this conversation is going to go. So you get a general die, uh, plus probably one for your upper crust. Yes. Um, do you have any? Uh, do you have any? Do you have charm or etiquette or anything? Uh, I'm sure I do. I have etiquette. Yes. And command? Would that go into charm? Uh, I think that would be if you were trying to uh, convince her to, like, if you were trying to intimidate her. I'm not trying to intimidate her yet. So I'll take uh, one general, one for etiquette. One for upper crust. So three dice plus any from your pool you want to commit. Three from in there, you mean? Yeah, three from in there. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, And I will also take... and yeah, you need I'll, three successes. Three, I'll take three more of my pool dice. Is there is there a way I can give him a, a, a pool die because somewhere I am praying that he doesn't screw it up? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could give him a pool die to represent the coaching you gave him in the oh, car. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Okay, I'll do that. Okay, so I'm taking one of Elliot's yep. pool die. Okay. And rolling for success. Oh, wow. That is wow. Total failure. Wow. This is the worst roll I've ever Not seen. Not one success. Really? You're... Even with the one I lent you? Even with the one. All well, threes, luckily, twos, and ones. L- on the positive side, you get all your dice back. Well, that's a, a very <laughs> uh, mild consolation. What follows is a brief conversation. <laughs> where, so uh, basically, check instead out. of charming her, you vomit all over her clothes. <laughs> where she says... Uh, she says, I don't see, I don't see what Jefferson, Jefferson's role in the business has to do with finding my damn son. So good day to you, wait, sir. Wait, wait, let me just, let me just say. <laughs> good w- Wait, there's a, there's a, there's a couple you. of boobs that I, I mean, there's a couple of, uh, of, of, uh, <laughs> of, of, uh, nipply facts that I just need, I mean, there's a couple, uh, uh, and the door slow, closes on me. She, uh, yeah, she, she gets into her, uh, she gets into her car and drives off. <laughs> Okay, I try to look around and see if no one else saw that, <laughs> and then I just kind of like whistle nonchalantly you, as I leave the. It's building. almost like, like you a did bad enough. Photographer like, like pops out and takes a picture of you in the. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> what yeah. a scoop! Yeah, that's gonna be. Tanza a scoop. strikes out with widow. <laughs> Oh man, that's gonna yeah. I mean, somebody does take a picture of you guys talking, so well, that's gonna look bad. Ugh. Oh wow, that's too bad. Uh, and Luke, <laughs> you are checking the library. Yes, I'm uh, checking the library. That that'll give me um, two dice. General uh, plus uh, what? Well educated plus, plus library is three dice. Um, oh, there's a general die. Yeah. Okay. Just because you're attempting something, and then how many dice from your pool do you want to use? Uh, I'll use another three now. So I'm looking for three things. Uh-huh. Any information on either of the families, so there's uh-huh. two of the... And then also I'm trying to see if there's anything in my occult library about Zork. Okay, I like it. Um, so switch, switch this to my rolling hand. Going to the restricted section. <laughs> Uh, I got three. Just got a room four. with door of Oh, beads. you got four successes. Okay, so uh, yeah. You did. You did really well. Um, Maybe do I take back any? They uh, they're all discarded. They're all discarded. Okay. Okay. So uh, you do find two bits of information. Uh, the going through the, and this takes this takes into the evening. Yes. Um, but you find in the newspaper archives, you find uh, 
at the newspaper archives of the library in the Herald, they report that a uh, a warehouse owned by a warehouse known as Dockside uh, Shipping and Freight uh, had a there was an accident there and the roof collapsed. This was about three months ago uh, that the roof collapsed uh, and it is a warehouse owned by, it's a subsidiary of the Vox family. Okay. Um, and that the, uh, that it has been remained shuttered and shut uh, since then. Um, and strangely enough, uh, and that's that in itself wouldn't be that interesting, but uh that across the street, also in the waterfront district, is a there was reported that same night as the collapse, there was a break in at the North Fork Pork Products Slaughterhouse. Okay. Uh, that was reported. And uh, the. In the restricted section of the library. Uh, after uh, ye, after combing different books on uh, on alien species or uh, occult stuff, you find a dusty copy of Known Races of the Cosmos, mm. uh, and you find a uh, you find that the word Zork is another name for creatures native to Alpha Centauri uh, and that Zork is a is uh, like a slur for these for this alien race that uh, the the images in the book are brightly colored uh, and the the creature is depicted almost like almost like a like a floating blob with tentacles dangling underneath it like a like a jellyfish. The Alpha Centauri. Um, the Alpha Centaurians, okay. yeah. Uh, and that they're, uh, they're a, a race of beings that uh, survive uh, mainly on uh, consuming vapor. Okay. Uh, and that, uh, yeah. And that they're known for, uh, rather than, uh, rather than building, building things out of metal, they're known as being flesh crafters, creating living things gross uh, <laughs> and also I imagine luke flipping through the pages and reading that and just going gross and the librarian <laughs> going shh <laughs> and also this is a this is a book that you've you this is uh this is where you remember going through this book this is where you got your information about uh the about justicars okay that they're also considered to be a alien race a servitor race that was created to police the galaxy. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Uh, and finally, uh, and we, as, as you go back to the office at night after a long day of work scales, uh, you find the door to your office hanging ajar. The inside of your office has been ransacked. No, not again. Um, and uh it's really fine like chicken finger bones don't... like what's yeah <laughs> what is there i don't keep I mean... anything of interest here other than chicken <laughs> your uh and there's a moment uh there's a moment when your heart your your heart sinks and then you see uh you see annie peering around uh 
uh, around the open window from the fire escape. Uh, and she climbs, she sheepishly climbs back inside. Oh, the Annie, thank goodness you're okay. I, I was worried that the worst had happened. Uh, you didn't do this, did you? <laughs> no, I didn't do this. Okay, just what are you, an idiot? I don't know. Look, you gotta ex- examine every lead in, in my line of work. What happened? Tell me what no, happened. No, it was a here. couple of mugs came in here. And they Which one's the wait, place? Was it like was it like a guy and a lady? Yeah. All right. Okay. I know those. I ran into them uh, earlier at a, a pig farm. Don't ask. Uh, they what, did they what what happened? What happened? Tell me the whole thing. Leave well, they out no open details. The door. They busted open the door and they started asking a whole bunch of questions. And they're looking for something. They're looking for information. What did they and, ask? What were, they, what were they asking? Do you remember anything in specific? Uh, they were fighting with each other quite a bit. Uh, yeah, they don't like each other. It's kind and, of funny in a way. And uh, <laughs> I, they didn't say what they were looking for, but they said to, uh, to tell you to stop, uh, to stay away from the Vox family. Well, I'm not going to do that. It's like it's, it's like they know. It's like they should know that that's going to make me more interested in the Vox family if they have any understanding of my character as a human being, my personality. But how did you get? How did so they let you? But they they didn't touch you. They didn't hurt you. No, they were okay. scared to. I'm tough. This little girl is. Like, yeah, that's true. You're a tough a kid. On. You're a tough cookie. <laughs> uh, and what? Uh, I tried to they, stop them, but did they take anything? They didn't. I mean. They didn't, there's nothing really to take. <laughs> uh, it's harsh but true. Uh, yeah, it's uh, we live in a dump. Uh, okay, here's what. Here, so, look, I want you to go to the safe space. You know where that is, right? The one. Yeah. We're using okay. Now? Okay. I want you over there. This is getting. Are they going to come back? I don't know, but just in case they do, I don't need you here because once you've delivered the message, I don't want them feeling like your use to them is over. You got you got to go hide, okay? I'm gonna take care of this. It's only you know this is standard stuff for us. Someone's on the someone. I'm on a case. Someone's mad about it. The office gets busted up. Although this is much more busted up than I'm used to. Uh, but I I need you to hide. So, okay. So, but you said it was a it was it was a guy and a woman and they were arguing with each other. Yeah. Okay. Did they say their names at all? Yeah. The woman said it was Pam and Murray, and Murray got okay, mad. Yeah, the, I thought it was Pam and Worry. <laughs> yeah, it's just he doesn't like it when they say the names. Uh, okay, sounds like uh, the Vox family. Sounds like that we're getting a little closer than I thought we were, which is are you, great. Are you thinking out loud again? <laughs> <laughs> this is how we do things. You're my uh, my like my Wat, the Watson to my oh, home. Okay, so. let me get. She gets out a little pad of paper and starts taking notes again. Let's start. Okay, so Think here's what we gotta out figure loud. out. Okay, so <laughs> so. The Voxes have got something to hide. We know that. They've been real suspicious and crazy. How is that related to Todrick's disappearance? He's got that weirdo statue. Uh, Tanzer's an alien. Don't write that part down. Uh, the <laughs> I got night. You know what? I don't know she what the other guys. She scratches that part out. I was I was gonna go talk to find the other guys and share notes, but I gotta. I can't wait for that. If the, if this is getting this close, I'm gonna follow my lead. I'm gonna have to go. Okay, I'm gonna go over this this crazy creepo store. And I'm gonna I'm gonna try to shake this guy down. You you go to the hiding place. I gotta find out more about Todrick because I I got a feeling he's the key to what I think I'm gonna start calling uh, the Winter's Tale Who Done It. I'm still figuring out which <laughs> which one it with the right title is. But you get to the safe place, okay? Okay. All and right. we're gonna pause. 
I think that's the end of uh, episode two there, guys. Okay. Next time on Flop Tales. This whole thing is crazy. Uh, you guys are able to find a tree to, sh- to shimmy up, and you climb up over the wall of the estate. Well, first off, I mean, who specifically murdered you? That That would be a good thing to know for, you know prosecutorial reason dogs of course that's it right now tanzer is having a nightmare (laughs) of the society page tomorrow that says silver boob strikes again (laughs) things just got poisonal she grabs you by the ascot and hoists you up into the air one hand oh my god and one one of your one of your slippers falls into the snow (laughs) <laughs> Listen, things seem to be coming to a head here, Bryant, so if you could just explain to me everything that's going on and what happened to Todrick in very clear terms, maybe I won't, uh, I guess, put a bullet in both of your new legs. Uh, I want to see this so badly, but I don't want to die in the crossfire. St- stop where you are. Let me see your hands. Yeah, I'll give it, a, I'll give it one of these. Uh... How about that? Uh, fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's not great. <laughs> no, it was less imp- it was less impressive than it was in my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.